the, the mind, the very strong. So we make decisions from our body rather than from our spirit. So when we know the word of God, which is the truth and the life, so we be able to uh, know that the truth and, and, and the truth will set us free. So, so that's how we have to feed on the spirit man on a daily basis. So the word of God became life to our spirit that will be able to rule over our carnal mind. Correct? Ah? When Robert Law is very clever, I cannot see you. I just forget to, to call you. Ah. <laughs> what is really leading me is right. <laughs> you make your daughter represent you. <laughs> answer questions. <laughs> What do you mean by rule over your take over take over the decision making? Okay. Because every day we see things. I mean the invisible, uh, the invisible control the visible. Ah, oh, that's good. <laughs> because that's good. Invisible. That's a point. A very good point that you got from last week. Mm. Yeah, the spirit is invisible. Like you say, it's like a win, you know, what we can see sometimes, like, for example, oh, the bank account is getting lesser and lesser. How am I going to pay this and pay that? But the, the word said that uh, uh, God is our provider of provision. We don't have to worry. So uh, then this, uh, this thinking will, will, I mean, it will come and it will go off. But uh, that means the spirit rule over the, the kind of mind, like, the body, like. The the slideshow pop up something. It's okay, man. It's okay, Marion. Don't, don't, <laughs> be, don't be disturbed with all these little things. Focus on the word. It's okay. Okay. Um. So the ruling uh, over your uh, body is in area of um whether it's you're receiving from God's word or from elsewhere right so yes. from there you said from there from what you receive you will make what decision help you to make okay help you to make decisions or conclusions yes. to do what uh, to walk with curiously huh what <laughs> to walk I mean, it's a matter of uh, victory or defeat. Okay, how you know it's victory and how you know it's defeat? The defeat is the word. The, the defeat is like the what the world is telling us that oh, you know, my my account is uh, a thinning. You know, victory is like the word say God say that you are uh, you be you are you be provided abundantly and and whatever the words like. <laughs> <laughs> So if you here and you're from okay, let's say you what what kind of decision do you make from these two input? I make decision from what the gods what God say to me. No, okay, you are talking about finances, right? Mm. Okay, so from what God say, He'll provide, and from what the world said or the the five senses say that your bank account is getting low or something like that. What kind of what decision? And you will you make from there? It's not just okay. Oh. I hear this one. I wish, I believe that God will provide. And I don't. Then I don't have to worry. Worry about what? Worry about finances. The decision is 
you know, don't worry, everything's fine. And that's all? <laughs> that's the only decision you make? Oh, well, I will still continue to do what, what, what I do, like, okay, you know, uh, every, like, hiding, deciding, it's just, this is the, the, the act of, of me doing, knowing that, uh, you know, God will provide, that's all. So I don't have to worry, actually. Actually, I'm not worrying, you know. <laughs> so I'm just trying to, like, putting the... Actually, worry is very subjective, you know. To really understand whether we worry or not is in our actions. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we may think we are not worried, but our actions. Yeah, I'm not not saying you 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 are you're worrying. Okay, but helping you to understand this. Okay, mm -hmm. because everything is practical for spiritual to manifest into the uh, physical realm. We need to clear all this. All right. <laughs> uh, it's like. You say you love, you know, when we say we love someone or we love our children or what, we have a demonstration of that love, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Prove that we love. And then we know that we love because mm -hmm. we are able to give all that we have to our kids mm -hmm. without reservation. Okay? So when we say, okay, the living in defeat is to live in worry in what you have just shared is about so it's for everybody are not just Joan problem okay it's not a problem so it's just that they understand all right so everybody worry uh, about finances in the sense of lack or not enough all right for ourselves for our family which is come to become like part of life all right and then if you know spirit soul and body so we make decision from the flesh, okay, which is looking at our bank account or our job and all that, and we stinge, <laughs> okay, to save for the future based on that, right? And then we start stinging, start saving, okay, I'm not against it, but those are decisions from the flesh, the information from the flesh that mm -hmm. this is what I have, I need to, or you work extra hard, you know, take on three, four, five jobs, depending, okay? So some work until the body gets sick, work until, you know, plus all the stress and everything. So those are decisions made from the body, okay? Now, when it comes to spirit, now that you understand a, a little bit more of spirit, soul, and body, so in terms of finances, so we said, okay, God said, I will, he will provide. What decision do you make? It's not just, I accept that because it can mean mental ascent. Just same like healing. Okay, we can agree. Yes, Lord, you have healed me. But what shows that we are still worried is our life, our actions. Okay, so for finances, the action of no worry is actually in our tidings and offerings and giving. Because the reason we dare not tithe or give or generously, you know, to the extent of really, if God say, if, if we feel inside our heart, you know, a tithing is already set. 
if there is still question of should type or not type, you still haven't got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Still haven't got it yet because we are still living in the flesh, looking at this month enough or not, next month yes. enough or not. So every month still have to deal with that, dealing with the flesh, with the body, the five senses, in order to do what God say that is our spirit man cannot make the decision yet. Spirit man is still conferring, <laughs> having meeting <laughs> with the flesh. Okay, spirit, soul, and body still having meeting every month to tithe or not to tithe, to give or not to give. Well, well, God, you know, still fighting like a like a what uh, Robert Lewis said, rebuke. <laughs> the other side, we still have to keep rebuking all the time. Certain things are already settled. Okay, but you can see why we are still struggling with that. It's because the spirit man still not yet sure. All right, so what is hiding? The spirit man still not strong enough to make a decision for life. <laughs> okay, it's a decision for life because we are spirit being for how long? <laughs> for, for life, right? Yeah, forever. So if you are only spirit being for until next year, then you can make decision only until next year. But we are eternal being. So if this is God's word, all right, and it is a spirit man has been, you know, received it. So we don't have to have meeting all the time with spirit, soul, and body. <laughs> okay, right? And uh, even this morning, still got a bit of time. Uh, you know, the Lord just, uh, uh, Holy Spirit, you know, I will pray in tongues the, the morning before teaching. Is it why? You know, I, I asked God, why is it so easy for me, for me, myself, from young, uh, in this area of tithing and giving? It's very easy. They can give everything away, you know, without any problem in relation to. Because from very young, I read the word of God. Okay, as I tell you all, I read from whole Bible, <laughs> okay, and I, I see Isaiah, Jeremiah, and all that, and I take it very personally as for me, I can, I receive those words from God, like, you know, I will, in uh, Isaiah 59, 49, that uh, how much he loves me, I said, I will trade the whole creation just for you, I will give up, you know, and I, I receive all that as personally for me, you know, so I realized that God is so real. God is so good. So even when I have problems or whatever, okay, due to wrong decisions that I make, <clears throat> I still know that God will move mountain, move heaven, move earth for me. Okay, now how to apply that practically? And I saw it this morning. You, you know, I, uh, I teach in Genesis that God made this whole earth for Adam, right? So all of you agree. Wow. For Adam, all of you agree. <laughs> well, I can see uh, Catherine Chick and oh, for Adam, you all agree. Why do you all see the Bible as like just facts relating to other people? Right? The word of God is God speaking to us. So if God say, all right, you read and it says God take care, God created earth, you know, put the, the trees, the plants, everything there, uh, the treasures, the, the, the minerals for his beloved man and to enjoy the physical life here. 
So how does it relate to us? Do you, oh, you only see it for Adam, right? For me, I see differently. I see everything that God does from that revelation is for me. Some people may get offended, okay? But it's not only for me. That's why I teach you all. It's for you also. Yes. Because when you see it's for you, you will not be scared of giving, tithing, giving, whatever. <laughs> Everything you have really belongs to God, not in theory, right? But you know He will provide, not in theory, right? Because that is what happens to us when we have the revelation. So what else? To me, God can change the income tax department for my sake. God can, uh, you know, even give me an online shopping. He created, whoever created it, I believe it was for me. I believe everything that is good in this world was created, invented or whatever for me. Is that selfish? No. <laughs> because it's also for each of you if you were to receive it yourself. If you don't receive it, then you're actually having a low self-esteem as what you know God sees you, how he sees you. And that's why we cannot give. Or we find it hard. We struggle with giving based on not to say that we don't want to. Okay, but because of the flesh that is telling us, unconsciously, will God be able to provide, although we know the scripture. <laughs> yeah, that's why the widow with the two mites was able to give all. In our tithing and giving, it's a telling God, you are my source. And how to tell God you are my source unless you see in everything in your life, God do it for you. If we, if we are used to the soul part, we will explain everything away. It's coincidence. <laughs> you know, it's coincidence or, uh, yeah, that's the government, lah, that's the, this one. Lah. But you never seen how God will move heaven and earth and trade all creation just for you. Until we see that, we will always have this fear inside of not enough, of lack. Of course, we have to fight. <laughs> That's why there was a tree, the meeting there. <laughs> you know, we keep on fighting with the, uh, the, the spirit, the, the body, and the, uh, the soul. <clears throat> the more you build your spirit, man, and begin to receive God's word in totality, all right? The whole Bible is God's word. <laughs> okay? That means God speaking to people there and today in the new creation. I sent, I sent one song, right, uh, to some of you uh, about, uh, what is that? Eh? The Zion, right? The lyrics, the scriptures there, I sent to uh, Evelyn also, and she, uh, Evelyn Go, and she wrote down all the promises in that song that was given to the Jews. Did you all write that? <laughs> okay, uh -huh, you just listen only. See, in everything, it's very, how do you all find that song? Zion, where God spoke. Nice. Uh, as in very powerful, right? You can see the heart of God. But look at the song, in every lyric, there is a verse, there's yes. a scripture, there's a promise there, right? And that is how I live my life from small, with all the promises. 
you can see from my Bible, not boasting, but this is in, uh, in thanksgiving to God, right? A walk with God is God speaking his word to me. I don't care from where, <laughs> all right? From Genesis to Revelation. Of course, we, do, uh, we have to be careful in teaching side, uh, you know, where the doctrine side. But those personal words, I take it, you know, even he will bring me back, you know, to uh, those that he say to the Jews, right? He bring you back to their to your homeland. They were all dispersed and all that. I take it personally for me also. What <laughs> in my situation, you know? So carried me through until I see the manifestation of the fullness of the blessings and promises of God. It's a walk with God daily. So I've been trying to bring you all to that experience. That experience God. Uh, uh, as a religion only on weekends or when you go to church all right he is a personal god all right talking to us every day of our lives from every any scripture i can read the scripture many many times over again and still it speaks to me afresh you know what god wants to say so when you see god like that as your father Okay, go through the different promises. I think later Evelyn Go can share that. Okay, she has, uh, you know, gone through the whole song and really wrote out those promises in every sentence of that song. That's a that's a mostly in the Old Testament, but still, it's very relevant, right? Because we are all children of Abraham by faith. <laughs> okay, the God of the Jews. It's the God of the new creation through Jesus Christ, right? The connection, okay? But how can we have a different God from Jesus? So today, they, they, yeah, uh, say, okay, it's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Who is Jesus? Jesus is the son of God or God of the Jews, the Messiah. So it's the same, right? Only now we are even much more blessed because we got born again. <laughs> we get to be have the holy spirit living in us where the jews don't get that okay but god's heart is for them yeah and all the blessings got the covenant god promised to keep it and of course the time is coming for the fulfillment of the last seven years right in that seven years god after rapture god will turn back to the jews and a lot of things already start to happen okay where God is drawing the Jews from all the corners of the earth. They were dispersed because of their rejection of Jesus. They call it upon themselves, actually. They say, let the judgment be upon us, let the blood be upon them. Anyway, uh, Jesus had to die on the cross. Otherwise, all of us Gentiles <laughs> got no hope, right? But today, we are all saved. All right? So, why? you hear these teachings all right of spirit man soul body and all that and unless you begin to see put yourself there all right the recipient of god's love from the whole bible the which more you will not be able to make mighty decisions from the spirit whereby the blessings will be outpoured more and more in our lives, both in identity, 
as well as in you know spirit identity as well as sickness area of health and area of finances okay because you cannot uh, grasp uh, that fullness especially in area of finances if we are still making decisions from the five senses from the physical realm and that we are <laughs> most are okay unconscious so mental ascent is something that a lot of believers uh, are actually um, experiencing or acting upon it's mental ascent okay mental ascent means we agree mentally to this promise okay that god has uh, god love us that uh, is so but heaven go into the spirit so it's only in the soul area the mind area the thought area because you hear it so many times uh, agree but if it goes into your spirit man that's why we need to know spirit soul and body and how to develop spirit man because if it's just mental extent we still make decisions from the unrenewed mind and the five senses but when the word of god has come into your spirit then we make every decision or as many decisions as we need to make from the spirit that is fed on God's word. And that's where supernatural blessings will manifest, whether it's healing, financial, or identity in the spirit. Okay? The guilt, the shame, the condemnation, that righteousness thing. Okay? So why this spirit man teaching is so important it's not just for us to be able to define spirit soul and body and then full stop all right it's for us to be able to make decisions more and more eternity decisions <laughs> not decision for one month or two months forever okay from god's word okay so it's also like, for example, healing and health. You don't make a decision. Today, I believe God, I'm healed. And then you don't see the manifestation. That means we haven't believed yet. Next month, we say, uh, very hard to believe <laughs> because I didn't see the manifestation. Or if you see, then you say, okay. So it's not whether if or see or not see because that is still five senses realm. We need the five senses realm to confirm God's word. No. <laughs> we don't need the physical realm to confirm the spiritual realm. That means it's not, I believe, I see first to believe. That's the world say, right? See, be, and then have, right? <laughs> see, be, do, have, right? No, that's not God's way. There are a lot of things you need to get rid of that is from the world mentality, okay? The teaching and mentality and the mindset of the world creep into the church and therefore God's beautiful children lose out right on the fullness okay today we'll go into it of God's intended purpose blessings for us as well as for the Jews for us through Jesus Christ that we don't have to live a life a little bit of fear Maybe not all, but with all the wrong teaching and wrong understanding. Okay, let's go into today's one. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Shukur
Hello, Wendy. Long time no see. <laughs> okay, Father, I just thank you for your love, your goodness, your faithfulness on each of our lives. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human understanding, Lord, but in demonstration of your spirit and power that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, so Foundation 04, we are going into the teachings. Cheng uh, Lan, you can check on selling, uh, you know. And uh, some, I think, find it hard to come into this uh, Zoom. Okay, so the rest who are able to, you know, good in technical, uh, just help them see what, what if they have difficulty in, right? Coming in. All right. Today, we go to, yes, last week, we talk about spirit, soul, uh, body tripartite, the invisible realm moving the visible realm. But when we are living in the body, we are, don't even realize the invisible realm. <laughs> okay? It's all the visible realm. Okay, well, you saw the picture of the baby last week, right? Jesus said in uh, John chapter 3, about born again. So what you see, Nicodemus, is just the physical baby. You want to see the kingdom of God? It is in the spirit. You cannot see with your physical eyes. So many just have one experience in their life, born again. And the rest go back into the, after born again, the faith that was given by Holy Spirit, they go back into their making decisions, conclusions from the body, five senses, and from the kind of mind without even realizing. So why it's so important? Because when we make decisions, conclusions, and act upon them, making a decision is to act, right? To result in acting, action. Then we go into the fullness of the spirit, blessings in the spirit, the miracles of God, we begin to really live as it is, so are we. Because Jesus made decisions from, from his spirit, right? <laughs> yeah, because when there's no food, the, the, the disciples make from their body, right? <laughs> from their five senses. Master, you know, send these people away. <laughs> there's no money. You say, Master, how to pay, you know? They're always making decisions from the, and then look, this person is so sick. But Jesus, from the flesh, from the five sense realm, until after uh, baptism of the Holy Spirit, Jesus, in his entire walk, life on this earth, when he was born, right? We only know about his ministry, even at 12 years old. Okay, he was making a decisions in his life from the spirit. <laughs> okay, so when we are born again, you have a new spirit. Okay, we're not trying to make this spirit work, <laughs> which is a dead spirit that has no communication with God. He gave us a new one, like a newborn. 
from there, our part is just to develop and grow this spirit man, not grow the mind. Okay, grow the spirit man. Okay, it will and then automatically renew the mind. Because no matter how we renew it, there will still be the mind. All right, the choice, the making of decision. So today I will help you to see more clearly about the heart. All right. <clears throat> so if Jesus, the Son of God, make all decisions from the Spirit, and after that his apostles, uh, Paul, all right, Peter, John, and all that, make decisions and actions from the Spirit, and then therefore they can really live in the fullness of the victorious life. Over sin, sickness, disease, not only over their body, over lack, right? But over people's lives, they were uh, able to impact others, okay? Because of the spirit, from the spirit. That's why Paul, in his letters in the New Testament, talked a lot about serving God from your spirit, living from your spirit, giving from your spirit. Yeah, even giving is from the spirit, right? Is it as the heart, as your purpose in your heart look at corinthians again but we normally give from our mind oh they need it or not even if you give to someone what do you, what you always think the person already wish i don't need i need the money more than that person <laughs> so you give it like okay you give to whoever need it's a wrong way of giving because the bible never teaches to give like that we give we sowing into somebody's life ministry and we receive from God the blessings. If you give to someone, they say, oh, that person has more money than me. Why I need to give? Eh? <laughs> it's not for that person. It's for us. We got it all wrong. <laughs> okay? We have to start understanding God's ways. That's why the spirit man need to grow and make decisions that will bear fruit in our lives. All right? Everything is for our benefit. Not for, it, it, it might help the other person, but it's not for the other person. Okay, it's for you. Only thing we need to know how, according to God's way. Okay, guard your heart. The place where the spirit man dwells. Okay, so yeah, uh, last week I didn't go with heart, right? But foundation zero one, I did a bit. I think all of you forgot already. <laughs> Correct, Catherine? <laughs> Cannot remember anything, right? Okay, so today we start over again about the heart, okay? First thing, guard your heart. That's the title. The place where the spirit man dwells and creates things that are not as though they were. Why miracles don't happen? Why uh, divine healing or uh, uh, financial miracles only happen once in a blue moon? Okay, it's because we don't understand this part. All right, when God says in Romans, all right, Paul wrote there about God who called things that are not as though they were, which is in creation, which is in last last week's teaching. Right, Jesus said what? How how did God create? First, the Holy Spirit hovered over the earth and then God spoke. The Holy Spirit make it happen when the word of when God speaks. Today, what we speak, all wrong thing. <laughs> all from the five senses. Okay? Or from the, 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 the knowledge that we get we gain from the world. 
poor wisdom. If we can speak God's wisdom, God's word, all the time, we will be able to create things just like God created. God just, Jesus just need to speak and the, the thing happened. So guard your heart. So normally, guard means what? Keep it, all right? Guard, protect it. So what do we normally protect and keep? <laughs> you all can understand already, yeah, Joe? We normally protect and keep. No, when I call you, it doesn't mean you are no good, okay? It means good. <laughs> so you can learn more, right? Uh, okay, I'm going to help you to really, really grow, right? Normally, we got what? Got our children. We got our money. We got our all the things belong to us. Ah, we lock the, the door. We got our house. We put a yeah, of correct, correct. We got the house. We got the car. <laughs> He's slowly coming out. We forgot about the car already. <laughs> See, I mean, there's nothing wrong. Okay. We but got we got the fire. Out. We got the fire of the food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got the food. <laughs> Marian got the food. Okay, no, no, she's learning to guard. Okay, today I'll teach you what I mean by guarding the heart. Why we need to guard this heart. Okay, so we got our money. We got all these things which are all in the body realm, in the natural realm. We make sure, you know, it's protected. We put in fixed deposit. We put lock and key, right? We got a, some people got safe at home. <laughs> then they got, you know, the code. Uh, <laughs> don't know password, password. <laughs> uh, password, password into their safe box, right? Even, <laughs> yeah. And then the old ladies, last time I eat better, they just put inside the mattress <laughs> of their money. Okay. But why we do go to all this extent? Because this, to us, is life. To that person, all right, you guard it so much, it's their life. If you guard your children, your life is your children. But the source of it all, to most people, is money. Okay, because money represents life, food to eat, right? Clothes to give your children to wear. You need money to buy for all this or your parents or whoever. So money becomes thing that we guard and protect. That's why people commit suicide if they lose job or you know. Right, because means it means no more source of income. So if you commit suicide or you feel depressed, is that living in victory or living in defeat? Yeah. So how to live in victory? Okay, according to what God intended for His beautiful children, all of you. So we need to guard our hearts. Okay. Later, you understand why I say this is the place where the spirit man dwells, all right? And create things. Create is by believing and speaking. <clears throat> okay, Jesus set us free from, so we had that uh, little session with some of you already to make it clear. <laughs> Sin, sickness, disease, number three, lack and poverty. Okay? You believe that? Redemption means we were once bound under sin. We were, we were under sickness. Okay, Sickness is a result of sin. Sin is that condition and state of the spirit. Whereby after Adam sinned, then sin came in. You have guilt, condemnation, inferiority, shame. All this, the state of your spirit. 
then it result in sickness and disease. The more guilty, the more sickness comes in into the body. So it's in the then disease is a disease, right? Ease is you feel relaxed, everything. So when we are no more feeling ease, we have disease start to creep into the body. Then lack and poverty. So remember, basically these three areas. Okay, basically it's actually one. All right, Jesus said, uh, became uh, gave, uh, took our sin, right? And gave us his righteousness. But sin result in sickness and lack of poverty. Doesn't mean you're poor, got no money. It also means the fear of lack. All right, when you think of something all the time, that means there's something that you're afraid of. Okay, of not having that thing that you think a lot, a lot about. That's why when, when Joan started to think about God, <laughs> she forgot about all the things of this earth. <laughs> and then the husband had to go <laughs> and follow after her. Okay, so the things of this world, right? Remember, is in the sense realm. All right, I will ask you a question. Okay, sin. It's good to have questions, right? Marianne will be, yeah, that will help you to understand. Sin, sickness, and disease, all right? Lack of poverty. Is it spirit? Okay, let's go one by one. Sin. Is it spirit, soul, or body? In this area, because we are, we are understanding spirit, soul, and body, to what? To make decisions from the spirit that is being fed by God's word. Okay, because God is a spirit. <laughs> we can, if we make decision from the mind against God's word or from the flesh, from the body, by the natural realm, you're not pleasing to God in that sense. Or we won't get the result that God says according to his word. So sin is missing the mark, the meaning, but it is which part? Spirit, soul, or body? Spirit. Spirit. Uh, does it involve uh, spirit, soul, body? You say, uh, Robert Lowe says spirit. Okay, anyone else? Spirit. <laughs> Mary Ann. Spirit. Okay, some more? I don't get the question. Okay, sin. Okay, that's uh, like sin, all right? itself this this area when you think of sin sin okay it, it is involving which area we're talking about spirit soul and body ma. is it spirit area soul area body area or can be two can be three i thought it's all three no because ah. when you sin uh, Nice, can, you, can you pick, uh, uh, pop into the video? <laughs> a bit, when yeah. you sin, uh, the spirit dies. Uh. Huh? Correct. Because you got to sin, the spirit dies. Uh. Okay, then? So when the spirit dies, all dies, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you say, when you say sin, sin, which are the parts of involved, the body involved. that's involved, right? Ah, yes. I suppose if someone were to create, um, uh, commit sin, uh, the body also affects the, the body is the one who actually act on it. Yeah. And then it affects the soul because the conscience and all that. And then of course spirit as well. Yeah, correct. It's all three areas. <laughs> okay. 
all three areas. First, of course, spirit. Okay, because it starts from the spirit part. All right, Adam sin. All right, and remember, he died in the spirit first, in the con without I mean, losing that connection with God, being separated from God. Right? So it starts in the spirit. Then it will come up, right? The soul, the mind area, the emotions, and all that will follow along that line. Right, start to think God don't love me, you know, and uh, uh, all the wrong thinking according, not according to God's word. I, why I born into this world, blah, 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 right? So it affects the soul and then you feel depressed and all that. That's also part of sin, okay? You feel moody, feel not good enough, okay? And then it also can manifest in the body, all right? We also do sinful actions, we slap someone, <laughs> okay. We, you know, uh, hate someone, or we, you know, use our body right to sin, kill, or uh, whatever sin, moral sin, or any sin, all done through the physical body. So it involves all areas. All right. So some people addiction, drug addiction, sex addiction, what any addiction, excessive, right, comes from. Sin is a result of sin, right? Gluttony also, you know, eat from morning until night excessively until, you know, it becomes a, a, a problem to the body. It's also sin, okay? So it's from spirit, soul, and body. So Jesus set us free from that. Meaning, first, the spirit needs to be to be born again to become righteousness of God, which is the opposite. All right, because righteousness is the ability, right? That's right standing before God without fear, without guilt, without shame, without inferiority and condemnation, right? So that has to come first. That happened in the spirit realm first. Then the soul realm has to, the, when we are set free, right? Then as we develop it with the word of God, then our minds start to change. That's why I call renew your mind, right? Begin to fill your mind as you do your meditation, as you hear God's word, that you're not uh, guilty. Jesus set you free from guilt. You know, you are righteous. You have right standing. You don't have to feel unworthy, uh, inferior, ashamed of yourself, unworthy. Okay, all these things, more and more teaching will help you to realize it into experience then you're set free from body addictions okay that uh, bring someone you know some people we can be addicted to anything addicted is just too much of it a little bit of certain things are okay right but not everything like even alcohol if you are addicted to it it's no good right wine is a mocker strong drink is raging and whoever is deceived thereby is not wise it's in proverbs okay but a little wine for your stomach is good, Paul says to Timothy, because he got some stomach problem. So we need wisdom, okay, in different uh, areas of our lives. So Jesus set us free from sin, which involves spirit, soul, and body. What about sickness and disease? Soul. <laughs> soul, okay. Soul and body. Soul and body. I think you also affect three, three areas. Uh. 
yeah three areas <laughs> okay. yeah first in the spirit realm okay sickness is there when we have uh the spirit that's why a spirit man need to be free first to get the grabs the revelation that jesus have set us free the spirit is the one who get it first not the mind because the mind will get information from the world the doctor the five senses all right so when the spirit all right uh sickness is attached to the was is attached to the spirit because sickness will result of sin sin starts in the spirit remember genesis right 2 17 when uh, adam died he didn't die in the body first he died in the spirit the separation so a sick uh, a, a sin uh, a spirit will have a sickness as part of it in the spirit like attach that okay but when you receive jesus you believe in him that revelation first not revelation actually is the, the the power of god set you free first from the wrong belief because we believe from our spirit that you are still sick okay and that also involves slowly when you begin to feed like marian feeding god's word by his stripes i'm healed you know jesus is not sick in heaven so i'm not sick on this earth okay then what happened when the spirit man believe that he's she's already healed first in the spirit in the invisible realm okay then the mind is renewed the mind begins no the the, the uh, uh what they call that the, the meeting uh, <laughs> between spirit soul and body meeting to make decision all right <clears throat> you will, the mind will say no doctor say still sick still have this sickness all right then the body said sometimes look at it still got so it involved all three areas sickness right but first the spirit believers like marian keep on meditating 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 on by stripes i'm healed jesus not only healed me wholeness divine health is part of the blessing of god all right because when you heal it's not meant to become sick again <laughs> healed to be whole so three areas also sickness and disease affect your body but if we believe in the spirit that we are healed slowly but surely that will manifest into our bodies lack and poverty spirit soul or body Experience, so <laughs> okay, Marianne. Spirit and soul. How also about body? Body, Spirit. body means the five senses and the surrounding. Three parts. Yeah, three parts. Actually, I give you the answer. D. <laughs> I put N there <laughs> because sometimes I do slides. Yeah, I don't know how to do those. Uh, like uh, let me do one press press one color come out press press the other one right. So. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a bit hard, you know, when I have to ask questions, I already have to put it inside. All three, okay? Spirit, first is your spirit man believing whether you are poor or rich. When you're born in this world, right? We define ourselves, remember, it's decision or choice and conclusions. 
that we make in life, in areas of life. So we already decided whether we are poor or rich by the family that we got born into. <laughs> okay, so we say, okay, I'm poor. If my parents are uh, maybe selling fruits at the market, something like that, you know, then the world define rich as you have a lot of bank uh, money in your bank. So we already concluded that we are poor. Then we work very, very hard to make sure that we have a lot of money, a lot of houses, a lot of uh, whatever property from this world, things of this world, until a certain figure, <laughs> then we declare we are rich. And then you have this word, filthy rich, which <laughs> is a, a lot, a lot already. Okay, based on what? All these are based on what? The world telling you, or the teacher tell you what is poor and what is rich, or the dictionary tell you what is poor, how many uh, is your asset, then you are poor or you are rich. Okay, but God say it starts from our spirit. Because the words of God, the word of God say, say so. I'll show you the scripture. All right. And then when we catch it in the spirit that Mary Ann, you are rich, not defined by your bank account or how many houses you have or only how many things that you have. Because God says so. And remember, God is spirit. Okay? But he also, this rich will also manifest in the body, that means in the physical realm. When you have meeting and the soul area is not obstructing. <laughs> it's voting, no. Okay? So, Always remember why it's so important to understand spirit, soul, body, and to make decisions. Because every day, spirit, soul, and body are talking inside you. Three voices having meeting. Sometimes you have big meeting to make one small decision. All right, big big meeting. Should I type? Should I not type? Inside that, very sad. The faster we clear this, so that the spirit man can grow and make decisions. The faster. Right, you will enter into what actually God intended for the spirit, right, for us to live our lives on this earth. Okay, we go to uh, sin. Just to ask you the scripture, right? Why in the spirit first? Second Corinthians five twenty one. Okay, remember this scripture. Huh? I only give you the most important one the rest there are many others okay as you read the bible you can come across second corinthians 5 21 marian for our sake he made christ to be seen who knew no sin so that we through him might become the righteousness of god in christ all right amplified is giving you more understanding I always quote from New King James. Okay. He made us, he made us, he Christ made was he became sin. In, right? That means it's like Christ, the whole part, everything in his spirit, sin, his spirit became sin, put our sin on him at the cross. All right, not before the cross, at the cross, at the point when. Jesus cried out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It's not about the actions of sin. His spirit was put, 
our sins were put on Jesus' spirit at that point on the cross 2,000 years ago. And then he didn't commit any sin, right? As in actions of sin. So at that point, God had to turn away from him. Remember the tabernacle, right? God is holy God. All the time, he had a close relationship with his father. But at the cross, God turned, just like in the Garden of Eden, when Adam sinned, he died. That spirit separated from God is what happened to Jesus at the cross. Having taken our sin, separated from God. Eternally, in, not eternally, in his spirit. Understand? So, physically, after that, he died. Then, after he rose again, those who believe in him, you and me, and then all, anyone in this world who believe in Jesus Christ, what become of them? We were sin. We were one chunk of sin in our spirit. But when we believe in Jesus, that chunk of sin was put on him and he gave us his righteousness, his right standing. So, Marianne, your whole being, your spirit inside you is no more a chunk of sin. All right? But it is the righteousness of God. First in the spirit. Right? You have that right standing with God. God don't see you and don't even see any spot of sin there because of Jesus. Not because of whether we sin or not sin. Then, that's how he sees us. <clears throat> okay? So that's why it's in the spirit first. Then it comes out with your identity. So when you realize that the spirit is born again now righteous, no one can be born again still sinful. Then you're not born again. Born again means you're born of the spirit born righteous because Jesus took your sin, take your sin, took your sin, and he gave you his righteousness. So that's where you're no longer born in the physical baby. You are born in the spirit baby. And this spirit baby, Marianne, is totally righteous. It's totally holy. You can't see with your physical eye. It's holy. God see you as holy. Actually, it's totally whole. That means no sickness there, no lack there, fully complete as God's baby. Can you imagine even the physical, all right? If let's say you're born from God as a baby, right? Your father, uh, if you can see physical one, the you take on the nature of your parent, right? So if God is holy, how can his baby be not holy? If God is righteous, how can his baby be not righteous? See, but this is happened in the spirit. Understand? So first, we need to catch this. All right. Then only we can say Jesus has free us from sin. Okay. And become righteousness. We are accepted. We are approved in right relationship. Okay. Sickness. All right. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. First Peter 2, 24. 3 John 1, 2. Okay. Three main scriptures for redemption or what Jesus set you free from in the area of sickness. Surely, he has borne our griefs. In the Hebrew, our grief means sicknesses, weaknesses, 
hurts and distresses of diseases and carried our sorrows and pains, yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God. Okay, in the Hebrew, as if uh, with leprosy. So, but he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our guilt and iniquities, the chastisement or punishment to get peace. Why? The first thing when someone received Jesus, like uh, a Xiaoling, right? The first thing you feel peace in your heart, not in your fully in the mind or in the body, right? In your heart, you feel peace or in your spirit here. You feel a sense of peace coming in, right? And well-being. That is your spirit man. Okay, Xiaoling? That's your spirit man first. The spirit man got born again. And for us was upon him the strap. So in order for us to receive this, he had to took, he had to take all our sickness, disease, pain, sorrows. It was all put on Jesus at the cross. And we are healed. Listen to the other two words. And made whole. So you're not only healed, Marianne, you are made whole. Okay? Whole. Eternally, even now. It's going to keep on manifesting. All right? The wholeness, the healing of God. All right. He personally, in the New Testament, 1 Peter 2.24, he personally bore. See? He personally, who? Jesus, personally. So it was in the spirit realm. Took our sins or bore our sins in where? In the body. Okay? In his body. On the tree. Why communion and all that? Why you know, even without communion, you can receive healing for your physical body? Because our sickness was put on Jesus' physical body, in his own body. That's why we get ex an exchange. So if we have heart problem, God's, uh, Jesus' body, heart was inflicted with your heart disease, Elisha, right? He took that heart problem, he took that blood problem, whatever problem, in the body, in his physical body, all right? The third part, right? Of the tripartite thing. So that our body can be healed. So first, understanding in the spirit, that God has given a new spirit, a new baby in the spirit that is pure, that is holy, that is healthy. There's nothing wrong with that baby in the spirit. Then you see the manifestation. You see that it also means our body because sickness was put on Jesus' body. Your sickness, my sickness. All right? <clears throat> By his wounds, you have been healed. All right? Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in uh, this is uh, 3 John 1, 2. Okay? Now, after understanding about spiritually, we are healed and made whole because our sickness or whatever the doctors say or what our body tell us, three areas, right? Telling us that we are sick or we got this generation uh, sickness, whether it's cancer, heart or whatever problem, right? Already put on Jesus and healed and whole in the spirit. Then, John, Apostle John says, now I pray that you all prosper as your body, every way, every way, spirit, soul, and body, spirit already done. Then your body. So, which means what happened in the spirit will now manifest in the body. If we, in our bodies, if we believe it, receive it by faith, just by believing. May keep well. 
So the, the, the health of God is meant for spirit, soul, and body, three parts, because sin took our three parts, uh, spirit, soul, and body, captive. All right. So now when Jesus set us free, he set us free in three areas, but it starts with the spirit. Okay, so that means this mind can be set free or so. All right, if we feed our, our spirit man on God's word. And then the body also can be set free. All right, after the spirit, after your uh, meeting, <laughs> home meeting, <laughs> spirit, soul, and body. Okay, and the spirit man make the decision and the conclusion that we are healed, then the, we actually speak it out. Right? When we speak it out, we create the health in our body. How did the body, the health take place? The Holy Spirit came and operated. So the power comes from Holy Spirit. The, uh, the, the, the order, <laughs> right? You know, the instruction came from God's word through your mouth, from your spirit man, in the heart. <laughs> okay, go listen again. All right, it's not inside there, right? So it just came from Holy Spirit, and your soul keeps well and prosperous. Okay, so our prosperity, wealth, uh, health, right, wholeness is for spirit, soul, and body. So you have mentally able to think straight, right? Because Timothy, I think Second Timothy one seven, talks about what. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Okay, soul area. No more mental problem. Okay, soundness. The more you uh, speak that word until you believe it, you will experience it, will manifest. So remember, confession is two parts. Meditation, confession. So many Christians want to Say, okay, I want to believe this word, so I speak it out. And then why no happen? Uh? <laughs> right? Because not yet believe in the heart or in the spirit. Speak out, you don't believe. You only have mental asset. Why we need to keep on meditating day and night. Speaking and confessing is for the heart to believe. When your heart believes already, God's word, that you are healed, that you, you know, spirit, soul, and body, then you can speak it out. And then... What happened? Create, right? You begin to create because you believe already. The word is already sown in your spirit. So a lot of Christians say it doesn't work because not yet believe, not yet sown in the heart. The seed, not yet properly sown, not watered. Okay, I'll show you how as we go along. So you speak, it's just not believe. Speaking from the head, nothing will happen. For you know the grace, okay, now the third one, which is 2 Corinthians 8, 9, about uh, we, 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 Jesus set us from, free from sin, sickness, and lack, and this one is about lack and poverty, <clears throat> or fear of lack. For you know, so this part is the word of God for our spirit first. If we don't believe this in our spirit, you cannot move on to the other, to the body and the soul, uh, the soul and the body area. The body area means your uh, physical manifestation. For you know the grace, undeserved favor of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, 
I'll show you what is the, this rich. Yet for your sake, whose sake? My sake. Okay, yours, mine. Put yourself inside that. My sake. He became poor. That you, Marianne, through his poverty, might be rich. This one, you're the one. <laughs> Who the one? <laughs> the thing is, you don't bother about this verse because you think it's. We're still defining poor and rich from the world. Whereas this one is about our spirit. If you realize your spirit comes first, spirit, soul, and body. So why, why are we learning spirit, soul, and body for? Because people don't pay attention to the spirit. That's why when you read God's word, you feel it makes no sense. And you just skip it. And you just take it as a storybook that makes you go to sleep at night when you can't sleep. But these words, Jesus said, are for your spirit, man. Because he said, my words are spirit and are true. And only your spirit can grasp this spirit true. Okay? So when the spirit man is activated, all right, and thank God for the help of the Holy Spirit, that we can now have revelation and understanding when we read God's word, it jump up to us as, as highlighted, all right? Then this verse means something to you. Okay, that Jesus said he was made poor. God said, oh, Paul says, all right, Jesus was made poor on the cross. On the cross, he got nothing. No physical, no clothes, nothing. All right, that, that come from this world. He was stripped of everything of the world. Became so very poor, like a slave. So that through this poverty, we might become rich. So that we can become rich. If you know this and your spirit jump at this, you won't need any motivation from the earth, from the world, to become rich anymore. Which <laughs> is in dollars and cents, a number of assets. From the spirit of God, who is your heavenly father, he says that you are rich because Jesus was made poor. Full stop. That's it. Which one you believe? Okay. From there, let's see what is the meaning. You will treasure this verse forever. If you understand spirit first, okay? Then you are rich. You don't have to go around, you know, feeling that you have to become rich by your own doing. Rich here means clausius, all right? It means wealthy, okay? It's talking about wealth, okay? Abounding in material resources. Abundantly supplied. So wealthy. So the first rich, all right, is Jesus who was rich in heaven. He was abundantly supplied. Heaven got everything, right? <laughs> all the material resources, houses, gold, everything you think about is there. So Jesus was rich in heaven. He's wealthy. Okay. But he became poor so that we, he became poor on the cross so that we can become what? This rich is also rich in possessions, abundance, richly supplied, resources, wealthy, increased with goods. So why we all don't really catch this verse or a lot of believers? 
because we, we still see don't have all these resources so he said jesus said he made me rich but i don't have no rich because it is in the spirit first remember faith without faith is impossible to please god and what is faith believing god's word is a substance of things hoped for so you hope to be rich but where is the substance the evidence of things not seen it is god's word is the evidence which only your spirit man can grasp not your body but when your spirit grabs it the spiritual truth then it will manifest because this is god's promise and intention that you will have be abundantly supplied but how many houses how many money how much money not said here <laughs> because god don't want us to start counting god want us to trust him for what he wants to give you whether it's thousands of dollars or ten dollars you are also rich in christ so the woman the widow and the the, the woman uh, with elijah right especially the woman that she is rich because you won't give all your money right if you think you are poor already i'm so poor already then you ask me to give I only have 10, 10 ringgit, uh, right, Marianne, for example. Okay, don't talk about bank account or that, right? Everything, say everything. Today, people say, I, I got no money, but got fixed deposit, got this, got that. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about really, if, if we put all this, then we don't come into the reality of what God wants, how he wants to bless us, okay? So really nothing, no fixed deposit, no nothing, okay? And you only have 10 ringgit. Or ten dollars. If you give that all, naturally most people won't. At least this ten dollars can survive until tomorrow when the pay comes. Because this is a decision based on the body, all right, on the five senses what we see. But when you have the rich in your spirit, this scripture that you are rich and you sense in your heart. Holy Spirit said, I want to give it all. I'm rich, what? It means that I'll abundantly supply. First in the spirit. And you will see, even maybe a few hours later or the next day or what, the supply comes. This is called faith. Faith is what? Believing in God's word. In the spirit realm first. From your spirit man. Okay, so therefore in Christ... We have, you say, Jesus set us free, right? From sin, sickness, disease. So we have freedom, right? If you set you free, you have freedom. Correct or not? <laughs> Correct or not, Robert? Look. Is it Robert Lowe still there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so if Jesus set you free, then you got freedom, right? The word freedom comes from free. Ah, today you will have, I believe, Holy Spirit will give you this revelation for the rest of your life, right? Because we are eternal beings. We talk about freedom in the world, right? So what, what freedom do we have now in these three areas that the devil kept us as slaves? First one freedom. is? Sin. Ah, sin. Huh? What freedom? Sin. Sin. sin, sin ah. Okay, sin. I put it as spirit freedom, right? In your spirit realm, you are free. 
Okay, because we are spirit, soul, and body, right? So first, when you your spirit, those scriptures that I gave you, right, in the area of your your being made righteousness, uh, God, He took your sin, and then He took your sicknesses first in the spirit first, right? Then He took the poverty in the spirit first. So we have spirit freedom. Your spirit is the part that always have fear, okay, and all this living in that state and condition of thinking of uh, feeling sick of all that okay so spirit freedom where the word of god take over first what god say is what you believe that is your spirit freedom number two so so okay so uh, <laughs> so so in so i would call it what health health freedom yes yes good definitely health freedom Okay, health, freedom. Okay, because that is what the, the scriptures say. From the spirit, this is talking about your health. Isn't it? Sickness, disease and all that is about your health, right? Every day as you grow older and all that, this is all about your health. So you have health, freedom. Health, freedom means freedom from sickness. Okay, so... Are we free from sickness already? Do you have health freedom? Ah, Marianne said yes. Okay, only Marianne got <laughs> health freedom. <laughs> Why? Because it's still see maybe got some sickness here, something. See, you have to catch the spirit part first. Okay, when you catch the spirit part, this verses that I gave you, the tree, okay, then you'll be able to say 100% you have health freedom, even though sometimes not yet fully manifested see why you're still hesitating still thinking from body or you got certificate from the doctor that says you've got this sickness so still thinking from the unrenewed mind if you caught the scriptures just now from the spirit you already have health freedom you don't have to be physically manifested yet not to say it won't manifest it will manifest but the freedom first is in the area of your spirit. All right, then only it goes to your soul area where you are not worried about health anymore. If anyone is still worried, worried, I better not use that word, on and off still think or concern about health. I'm not saying you become unwise or stupid, right? But I'm just saying if that still concern you, you still haven't got it. You don't have health freedom. Right, because a health freedom in is in Christ first as new creation, as born again in Christ. Your health freedom is where not in the doctor's hands, not in your body's uh, telling you whether you are sick or whole. It's in God's hand. It's in God's word. That is your health freedom. Understand? So when you meditate on those three scriptures, even three is super powerful. If you can get one, it's also powerful already. Then you already have health freedom. You understand? Right? Because your first spirit, then whatever your spirit believes in is the real thing, it's the truth. Then it will manifest and renew your soul and then manifest in your body, not the other way around. The world says, see first. No, we are spirit beings. So we we believe first, okay, from God. God's word is the only authority and the ultimate authority. Okay, the third one. So all of you have health freedom now. 
Only not only Marianne, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. everyone have health freedom. All right. Don't have to worry. I don't even have to think. Okay, but the Holy Spirit, that's why when you understand this, it's the spirit man. We are led by the spirit in everyday decision making. The spirit that comes into our spirit that is full of God's word to make wise spirit-filled decisions or spirit-led decisions, not led by the world or the body telling you. Okay, the third freedom. What is it? Financial and wealth. Ah, yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> so, financial freedom. Okay, you can put it in one, one word. Huh? Financial freedom. Ah, this word, have you all heard before? Yes. <laughs> all, the <time. laughs> yeah, all the time, right? In the world, they talk to you about all, all kind of business, right? Okay? All kind of business or a lot of businesses talk about financial freedom. What And they tell you financial freedom, what they define? No worry and no concern about money. Ah, no worry and no concern about money. Passive income, <laughs> correct? Money. So we stuck there. Is this the definition from God's word of financial freedom? Yeah, but we suck into the world. The world comes from what? The devil's lies. Sometimes it's not, you know, total like that, half-half. That's why we are so stuck, suck into the world. So financial freedom with no worry. Then you said you got no worry, so do you still have financial freedom? <laughs> In Christ, when we stop worrying, or even thinking or concern about money, where we can, why tithing and offering? Why did God implement that from the beginning, not even in the law, right? Teaching Adam, Adam taught, uh, so, uh, which day, uh, you all ask, some, some ask whether Adam safe or not. <laughs> okay. So he taught his children, right? Who is it? Cain uh, and Abel. I taught that in the faith uh, series, right? to how to give to God. And Abraham also tied before the law came in, before Moses. Okay, So what is that? It is saying that you are my God, you are my supplier, you are my source, and then you are my financial freedom. <laughs> yeah, because source means he will take care of you. He, he, he. He is your financial freedom. Christ is our financial freedom, not our, not ourselves. Christ is our financial freedom. You will see why when Jesus came, he talked about not worrying and all that. Okay, but for for believers or children of God, it's not when you have money, then you have no more worries. It's when you have Christ and you understand who he is and he's your source. And the action taken is in our tithing and offering and giving to really say, Lord, I really let, let you handle my finances. Oh, just, it's just obey you in this area. And it comes from knowing he's our source. He loves us. He cares for us in the spirit first. Okay, so how many of you got financial freedom already? <laughs> yes, <laughs> hallelujah, you got it. Okay, Mary got it, right? 
because you don't have to worry about tomorrow you know god will take care of jesus will take care of your food mm, you, he knows you like food he will give you lots of nice food yeah clothes every area that is financial freedom in christ that's why we are different from the world if we are the same from the world then we don't need jesus but jesus already first free us in our spirit and then you will see the financial come right it makes no difference you are not worried at all you're not thinking about it you're just giving as the holy spirit lead as the word says so that's it because god is your supply god is your god all right you will see that so you all have financial freedom don't need to chase for financial freedom it starts from the spirit yeah financial freedom is when your spirit no longer think about money as the source of your life if today we think without money i'll die still haven't got it that god is your god god will not let you die <laughs> okay he can feed the sparrows we can go there okay so remember spirit freedom health freedom financial freedom all right is our identity the first one right or self-freedom freedom from ourselves <laughs> self-consciousness selfishness all right that freedom all right depending on him health and financial can you today say boldly that you have all three freedom already and then whatever the world say look your bank account you don't need that is from the conclusion from the physical realm and as far as when you understand from the spirit god can bless your physical without you even looking at it that's how beautiful this tree freedom that we have we have from where in who yes in christ christ the anointing christ the savior jesus christ is your financial freedom if you got it that's why we listen to him we type to him we give to him all the offerings and tithing is to him it's no longer ours it's him his belongs to him already spirit first right then you have this freedom instead of thinking where did my money go <laughs> there's no freedom if you're still worried you know whichever anything about money still worries you you don't have freedom right but we have financial freedom health freedom okay let's go to the heart <clears throat> second peter 3 3 your beauty should not come from the outward adornment such as elaborate hairstyle and wearing a gold jewelry or fine clothes okay don't take this wrongly that we cannot go uh saloon <laughs> to do hair <laughs> because there is a group you see a lot of people take certain words wrongly right a group in the christian circle i forgot their the name already they take it wrongly so they all have to no makeup or wear white you know uh, so that is this is not what it says it just says your beauty should not come from just the outward okay it's straight away you, that's where our hidden man of the heart session the name another name of the spirit man comes from from this verse so you, when you want to invite people you must need to know 
what is the <laughs> name of our session. It's not just Bible study, some Bible study for the head, head grow big on it. Okay. It is the developing of the hidden man of the heart. Right. So Marianne has a hidden man of the heart inside. Today you understand spirit, soul, body, and heart. Okay. Your beauty will not come from just the outward, but there's nothing wrong with dressing up nicely because from the inside beauty you learned last week, right? from solomon all the spices and all that that you are already beautiful all right now uh, uh your mommy okay marianne dressed like a bride <laughs> last week because the holy spirit told her what will be the message it will be about the bride of christ so beautiful right so nothing wrong okay dress up nicely but the main beauty should come from the hidden man of the heart okay that's why when uh, uh, I will joke again, all right. When uh, uh, Joan danced in the spirit, she became so beautiful to her husband. Hey, better say amen. <laughs> right? Until they joke, they said that, right? He fall in love with the wife again. It's the hidden man. That's when the spirit took over and you see Joan, different person. The spirit man was worshipping God, dancing in the spirit, right? Yeah, so it's so attractive, right? And all over happened again, the love, right? The hidden man of the heart is for every woman and I believe man also, okay? To be attractive, not just the physical, don't concentrate. Yes, we can do it, but not 100% concentration there. 100% is the concentrate on building, developing this hidden man of the heart. Then you will have many suitors if you're not uh, married yet. Okay, regardless of your body, <laughs> it will become beautiful because that beauty will radiate to the physical. So spirit, soul, and body. The hidden man of the heart, which is incorruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit. You attract the right people. You don't attract the physical beauty. Attract only men who go after physical body. Suddenly you take out makeup and all the things. Then you say, "Oh yeah, <laughs> why so ugly?" Okay, no, you want to attract uh, men of of God. All right, that are matured, spirit filled men of God. If you are still single, okay, if you are married, then don't attract anymore. But it might come. Okay. And a man is the same. When your spirit man is developed, I told you last week, you are the most attractive being on earth. Don't you think Jesus was most attractive? Huh. And the Bible never described how Jesus looked like. Have you ever wondered, tried to look at the Bible? Other than uh, in Revelation, in his glory, his hair was like gold. But never really say whether his eyes were big or his nose was high or what kind of mouth he had. Not in the spirit. Yeah. And men of God, women of God, matured, spirit-filled, right, will be attractive when your spirit man is being developed, not, not when your head is developed. When head is developed, it's very disgusting, right? Because become proud, <laughs> right? And they don't like proud people, right? To, to be in their presence. They're always full of themselves. Pride is about themselves. But humility, the meek is a humble, quiet spirit, it's no longer about ourselves. That spirit man is growing, all right, exactly like Jesus. Jesus is humble. He attracts children, he attracts old, old, old men and women, young, all sinners. The only thing, the only ones he didn't attract other 
Pharisees and the Sadducees, right? In the sight of God, it's very valuable. You want him to uh, be valuable in God's sight? He's not looking at your body. He's not looking at your mental knowledge. How much knowledge you have is looking at your spirit. And that spirit, man, that is growing, matured, more humble, quiet, listening to God, God's word, acting on God's word, is valuable. Yeah. Great price to our God, right? So Ezekiel 36, right, says that a new heart will I give you and a new spirit. So there are two. Spirit and heart are different. Otherwise, you don't need another word. Okay? So you have a new spirit. So the old one cannot. Huh? I will put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. Now, later you will see why it's called stony heart. I just got this revelation now. Okay? We will see. Why stony heart? So we always think sto stony heart, yeah, it's just a hard heart. Why is it hard? Why is it stony? Okay. And I will give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit. So remember stone, the seed, the parable of the sower and the seed, right? The seed of God cannot fall into stony ground. Pavement, heart. It will not take root. It will not grow, right? Mm. But it has to be a heart of flesh, the soil, the soil of your heart. Okay? It needs to be good soil so that the seed of God, the word of God can come in, take root, grow deep, and then bear fruit. I will put my spirit within you. So this is a different spirit now. First, you have a new spirit selling inside you, spirit, soul, and body. Then, he gave you a new one, all right? Born again, all right? Able to communicate with God, able to receive from God and grow and understand and can grow, right? Just like a baby. Then now he gave his spirit. So God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So his Holy Spirit, he gave to us now. He's going to put in us. Holy Spirit can only dwell in a holy place. <laughs> Today, your heart has become that holy place. He made you holy in the spirit first. All right, that's 1 Corinthians 1.30. In him, we were made uh, sanctification, no, righteous, uh, wisdom, righteousness, sanctification in Christ. All right? <clears throat> so you're made holy. You don't have to try to be holy. All right, so that spirit man is already made holy. That's why it's so beautiful, the hidden man of the heart. If we understand this. All right, Genesis 6, 4, okay? To help now, we're going to go into the heart. What is this heart? Is it it's a different word from spirit? When you understand this, you'll be able to really grow, make decisions, conclusions from your heart, okay? From the hidden man of the heart, okay? God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. So after Adam's sin, these words describe the state of man. They have this word called imagination. So the heart can imagine and the heart can think. 
and the thoughts of the heart. Okay? Imagine and think. The imagination of the thoughts of where? His heart. So it didn't say his spirit or his body or his mind. His heart. Okay? So get this. The heart can imagine and the heart can think. So imagination is the word yetzer. Last week, I talked about the word yetzer in Hebrew. If you all can remember, yetzer means form. All right? So it's in your imagination that you start to form. See, when God formed Adam, it's the word yetzer. S, same word, but S-A-R. Forming Adam's body from the clay. From the soil, he made the body, all right, forming. So to form something, now, instead of forming the physical one, we can form and create things forming in the head, in the imagination part, which is not from the soul area, from the spirit, okay? It's the hidden man of the heart, right? So the heart, I will come in as we're coming closer to that. Where is the heart? All right. So, but just know that that forming is the imagination part. There are thoughts also. So you understand that uh, from the very simple one that your spirit, your soul is your will, your mind, your emotions. So the mind is the thoughts. But now there's a thoughts from the heart, which means not only your soul area can think, your heart also can think. Okay. Get this first as I, as I go into the heart. All right. So thoughts also come from your soul area, also come from can come from your heart. All right. So it is the framework to form. Imagining is the framework, right? For those of you who paint our artists, all right, or create things, right? Marianne, when you draw, first it starts in your imagination, isn't it? You start to imagine this picture, all right, your teddy bear or whatever, and then you draw it out. So in your imagination part, you already frame it out. You already start to have a picture of what is you're going to draw or what you're going to paint before it comes up in the piece of paper, correct? So all the creating part starts from your imagination, okay? But that time, under sin, it was all evil. Their imagination of their and the thinking of their heart that they were forming the pictures that they wanted to do, which is the, the uh, that's how they created the Tower of Babel. All right, was all evil. That means not pleasing to God. Okay, <clears throat> but yet they can do it from their imagination and the thoughts of their heart. So the thoughts is makasho uh, shaba in in Hebrew. All right, all the intentions. <clears throat> so all y'all can think, right? <laughs> y'all have thoughts, right? So what you think? All those intent. I'm thinking. I want to do this. I'm thinking. After this, go where? After this, eat what? <laughs> okay. So you think. Okay, those thoughts. You have intention. It's like a machine like that producing a lot of intentions that you want to do or you want to say, all right, all these thoughts or you think of what people are like all inside this machine, okay? 
<clears throat> can be bad, can be good, different, different kind of thoughts. So sometimes the thoughts, nobody can read your mind, right? So we say, we don't know. It's inside here. Nobody can read it unless you speak it out or you draw it out. Invented your purposes, all right? <clears throat> and it comes from this word, chaza. Okay, the thought comes from another Hebrew word. So Hebrew is just like your Chinese character, same, right? You have the final Chinese character. Inside the Chinese character is different, different other Chinese, character, Chinese words, correct? That's how you form one big word. Correct or not? <laughs> ah, yes, right, Marianne? Okay, because I only learned a bit of Chinese, right? But I, this I know, right? All the strokes come from each stroke got meaning the more strokes you put in is a composition of other words same like similar to hebrew okay so you have this word it comes from another word but it brings out the full meaning so it means to think it means to weave to fabricate that's why people think a lot <laughs> either you think until you become crazy <laughs> which is in the sense of bad one the worries or you think with the imagination and thoughts, and you start to create something beautiful in your art, all right? But if the artist is very full of depression, you will create a painting that is very scary, <laughs> expressing the thoughts and intents of his heart come out into the piece of paper or the canvas, all right? But if you have beautiful thoughts, then it will come out very beautiful, your painting or creation, okay? So you start to read, and fabricate, start from that. You know, but you take a brush and then blah, 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 without having fabricated it, without having weaving or imagining or thinking first, all right? Happens first in the imagination and the thoughts of the heart, okay? Proverbs 23, 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. See, the world also use this, right? World motivation. So that's why they, with this verse, they, they didn't think about the heart, okay? Become about the thoughts. So they build your strong mind, give you all the right, so-called right or successful thinking from the brain, all right? The thoughts. So there's thoughts, remember, come from the soul. And then here it says the heart. Where's the heart? If first we understand that the thinking, the mind is from the soul. But here it also, God also talked about thinking from the heart. So you can have the heart as we come to what the heart is. The heart can think. So your thoughts can come from the soul or the unrenewed mind and also can come from the heart. Okay. So if it comes, then he says that. <clears throat> His heart is not with you, all right? Uh, giving example of one person who says, come, eat and drink. But the heart is not with you because he's grudging the cause. Because in his mind, <laughs> the soul is thinking, wow, you know how much I pay, you know? Uh, this one, this meal costs about uh, 100 ringgit. So I, I want to tell you, you know, you're eating 100 ringgit and then very stingy, mingy. Where is it? From the heart. So in the Heart, the, from that heart, it goes to the mind. And then he's thinking, which people cannot see, just eat only. So that's why you don't want to 
eat with a person who has a <laughs> stingy heart. Okay, so very scary. But you just go to uh, Robert Lowe and Jones place. <laughs> don't have that one. You don't have to worry. Eat, eat, and I can tap out some more. <laughs> okay, so the heart. Okay, the heart is not with you. Very dangerous, right? So we said sometimes uh, we cannot tell. Yeah, that's why when you have your spirit activated, you are very. You can become very discerning. One of the gifts of the spirit is discernment. Huh? You can feel a person. Okay, well, feel that feeling is not from the. This is from your spirit. Okay, now that one is out. But it's so wonderful to know the spirit. Okay, so last week I gave you the first diagram. The second diagram came from the first session of the teaching and the heart. If you all still remember. Okay, so last week, say you have the spirit, soul, and body. Okay, and then the Holy Spirit through the word of God and direct, uh, direct revelation from the Holy Spirit. So when you receive from God's word, go to your spirit. Okay, God never speak to your mind or to your body because God is a spirit. All right, it speaks to your spirit, your new spirit man. All right, that is already activated. Then you, you will go to the soul area where you start to think. That's why it renew your mind. First, you develop your spirit man by hearing God's word, meditating, confessing. From there, the input of the word of God from, from uh, God's word and the Holy Spirit will renew your mind. It goes to your soul, right? That's when you can choose what to do or what to think, right? So that your mind gets renewed. At the same time, your soul is also receiving from your body, <laughs> okay? From your body, your five senses, and also from the social world, right? Your natural physical world, information from the senses, and from, of course, the uh, world knowledge from so-called experts in their realm, in their uh, profession, all right? So your soul is receiving, can receive from both. Your soul, your will, your, 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 your part that you make decision can receive from the five senses, your body, or that's the natural realm, or the spirit. And most believers who are not feeding their spirit man properly, growing, they only receive from the five senses which all, most of you started from, from baby. You only receive information from the five senses. Nobody in school taught you who is your spirit, your spirit man, nobody. Not even your parents, not your teachers, right? No one. You just learn about your different subjects in school. Correct, Marianne? Was there a subject that teach you you are spirit, soul, and body in school? Yeah, don't have. Wow, Marianne can answer questions. She's listening. <laughs> That's why us, you spark jewels are very blessed with Marianne and Kate in your, uh, uh, Derek, you know, in your spark jewels. They are so attentive to God's word. So your body, and actually, yeah, actually even David, <laughs> Lillian's son, very cute. She's like, he's like very playful, 
but he can answer questions. <laughs> I love these kids, you know. But the adults, not playful, look look here and they cannot answer questions. <laughs> Your mind don't know go where. <laughs> so we need to learn from the kids, the youth, right? That spirit man, grow that spirit man, they pay attention. So the natural physical world, so can you imagine? That's why you have these three, three parts. And your soul is trying to make decisions from where? Information from the body or the five senses realm or from the spirit of God, from the word. Ah, so the less word you have, most decisions are made from the five senses. The body tells the soul what to decide, what to do, <laughs> what not to do. Understand? Yeah, see, Mary and understand. <laughs> see, Mary and understand. Oh, you need to understand, okay? <laughs> you almost should be very proud. Okay, next time you have uh, Kate also come in. Uh. Yeah, so what happened? See yourself what situation you are in. Always making decisions from the five senses, which God not speaking at all. All right? All not according to God's way. Okay? But if we meditate, confess, read the word of God, right? And listen to the sermon that talk about God, this, God, right? Properly, you will be receiving from the Holy Spirit and make decisions from the word and the Holy Spirit. That will bring, why is it so important to make decisions from word and Holy Spirit? Because that is your, the promises of God are there. Yeah, your full blessing, spirit, soul and body comes from God. Remember, God is the source. So if God is the source, information needs to come back from God. Source means everything from Him. Right? Spirit, soul, and body to prosper. We need to have, you know, you want a, a machine to operate, you, just, you look at the manual from the manufacturer. Who manufactured you or invented you or created you, Marianne? God, right? <laughs> yeah. So where is God's manual of how to you know this this uh, uh, invention or this creation to work properly and function according fullness which is where is the manual and the instruction bible yeah. yes the bible right god's word the manual is from there but why are we learning instructions how to <laughs> work this machine right from the world that didn't create you God knows which part of your body needs to be, uh, you know, fixed. God knows your mind, your, you know, where area, what's wrong with you. And you made it right on the cross through Jesus. Okay. So in order to make, have this machine, <laughs> body, right? God created Adam, spirit, soul, and body, right? Function, this body function properly. This soul function properly. Properly means according to God and prosper in all areas as your soul prospers and your body, right? We need to follow the manual, God's word. Get the wisdom from God, get the instructions from his word, not a man's word, okay? Until we don't even know which one is God, which is not God, okay? But when we get it from God, it's for who? It's for this body to function like Jesus function, perfect. So now, the heart. The heart is neither the spirit nor the soul. So you got spirit, you got soul, all right? Spirit, soul is your 
will, the mind, so the soul is the area that makes decisions and conclusions, okay, your thoughts. The heart is neither the spirit nor the soul, nor is it separate from the spirit and the soul. Okay, try to get this, huh? Rather, the heart is a composition of the three parts of the soul. So the soul is what? The will, the mind, the emotions. Okay? The emotion come up from the whatever you think. Now, the heart, another area, is the composition. That means all three combined together of the soul. That means the heart. Is that as a man thinker in this heart, right? You can think from your heart. You can make decision from your heart. The imagination, the thoughts of the heart, all right? And one of the function of the spirit, which is, so, the conscience. Okay, so you have so the so the heart comprised of four parts. Right, you can see in the diagram. Right, the will, the mind, the emotion, which is your soul, and then it also have the conscience. Conscience. So for the unbelievers, they have an evil conscience or a dead conscience. That's why they can make decision, go and kill someone. Ah, they can make all the evil decisions because their conscience not yet cleared or with the blood of Jesus. So that is their heart combined together. Okay, they make decisions that are evil or even as long as not, you know, uh, or even to reject Christ. All right, but for us now, you have been washed by the blood of Jesus. Hebrews says that he washed you from an evil conscience and gave you a clear conscience. The conscience is a part of your spirit. Okay, your spirit made of your, con your, 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 your conscience, all right? The breath of God that gives you the conscience. Okay, so the heart is the composition of spirit, uh, the soul, not ex uh, therefore the heart is almost a composition, but the three parts of the soul are in the heart. One part of the spirit is also in the heart. I will ask Marian, can you understand? <laughs> okay, the rest, if you don't understand, you ask Mary. Okay, the heart now has four parts. Okay, so next part, Jewels, Marianne will teach the teachers. <laughs> okay, what is the spirit, soul, body, and the heart? So your teachers better get it, <laughs> otherwise, Marianne will teach you all. Okay, so the heart has four parts. Okay, the mind, the will, the emotion, which is actually from the soul. All right, and the conscience, which is the part from your, from where? Spirit. spirit. Yes, the conscience is the part of your spirit. The soul don't have conscience, okay? But now, these four parts together form the heart. It's called the heart, okay? So the heart, because now, you see, the heart can think. That is the, the mind, right? The thoughts. The heart imagine also that's why we got the word imagination and thoughts of the heart okay so but now the new heart that god give us by being born again can now make decisions from a clear conscience 
not the guilty conscience, not the sinful conscience, the clear one that you are the righteousness of God, that your conscience, you don't have to think about, you know, feeling bad, feeling guilty or, or sin and all that, all clear. That conscience is cleared now, washed by the blood of Jesus. So now this part joined together with the three parts, will, mind and emotion can think and feel from the new heart. Okay, so if you want to go more, you can refer to uh, the earlier HMB uh, sessions, our spirit man living. Uh, this one, uh, Elsa and uh, Adeline has put it together, right? In the foundation, course 01. So Proverbs 4, 20, 21. Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything I teach you, okay? God's wisdom is what we need to listen to daily, <laughs> everything. Pay attention to all that I have to say. That's why I said, be attentive to words. Don't just read, 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 and then don't care about the word. If you're not attentive, because words are the one that create, especially God's word. And even, right, uh, Bible say what? Death and life is the power of the tongue. It's in the words. Words can create. Words can kill. Words can give life. Words can kill. Understand? Right? You just need to say one word to someone and someone cry for 24 hours. <laughs> okay? Or you say one word to somebody and the person laugh for 24 hours. Those are emotions, right? That means one is a happy word. The other one is a killing word. I say, I don't love you anymore. Wow. You go down and cry. Then the other one say, I love you until from the what from the moon to the stars or what right your boyfriend or your husband or your wife say like that and then you see the girl very happy for many many days and hours just by doing what not to even buy you anything just say only <laughs> words are so powerful so God's word important or not important right take note of what he say what he say not what man say what he say so i give you a lot of words bible from god because those are the living words eternal words you can forget everything even the pictures but remember the word what god say okay listen fill your thoughts with what <laughs> today we fill our thoughts with what <laughs> rubbish <laughs> We don't even know it's rubbish, right? We fill our mind, our thinking, okay, with his word, not the world's words, not man's words, whether believer or not believer. If they are Christian, they are not speaking God's word, don't listen. Don't listen. Okay, I'm not saying you go and scold them. Just don't listen because it's the input. Whatever you put inside is whatever going to come out. Okay, so fill your thoughts with his words, right? Until when? Until they penetrate <laughs> a little bit? No. <laughs> Deep into where? Into where? Into your spirit. See? Spirit, soul, and body. It's all over the whole Bible. Spirit, soul, and body. But we come out into this world, we born, we didn't think we are spirit, soul, and body. So everything lumped together, we only see the body and we just feed our mind. That's why we all live in defeat in this world. Okay? But 
God said, if you fill your thoughts with my words until... Ah, that's why meditation confession is not only for one day. <laughs> one day, it doesn't go deep into your spirit. One hour, it doesn't go deep into your spirit. One hour out of 365 days, or one day or two hours, it's not going to go deep into your spirit. Even you listen to this sermon, after uh, this teaching, after this, if you don't listen again, you'll probably forget 90% of it. Correct? Yeah. So, what did God say? All right, Solomon, King Solomon, full of wisdom. You want God's wisdom? He's filled with God's wisdom because God gave him special wisdom and understanding. That's why Proverbs is good. Only you need to read it in the light of new creation in Christ. Thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your soul, deep into your spirit. Okay, there is a spirit inside you. The spirit man must catch it first. When the spirit man catches the revelation of your health freedom, financial freedom, spirit freedom, then you are really free. Okay, the world outside is not free. Okay, <laughs> they may have billions of dollars in their account, passive income, whatever income, they are not financially free according to God's word. The one who is financially free is you and me in Christ Jesus when we understand what he has done for us in our redemption. That is the financial freedom that we have in Christ. Okay? Then, as you unwrap my words, so when you have God's word deep into your heart, into your, sorry, your spirit, right? Then it will be unwrapped. That means revelation will come. Unwrap means Take away the veil, right? Take away the wrapping. So, for some, why you cannot understand God's word? Still blinded, okay? Then, as we, as well, you need the Holy Spirit. We need more infilling and the power anointing of the Holy Spirit to unwrap the word of God. Take out all the blindness, all right? Ephesians 1, uh, 3, 7, to open our spiritual eyes that we can see God's word. See uh, Corinthians 9, 2 Corinthians 8, 9. You know that you are rich. See that you have been healed. These are all see where? In the spirit first. Right? Then they will impart what? Life. Life. To life is quality life. Really enjoying your life. Life of pleasure and not pleasure. And radiant health. To health, 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 freedom. Remember, you have it in Christ. To your very core of your being. Remember, spirit, soul, and body is your total being. What is the verse? Second, uh, First Thessalonians five twenty three. Paul says, "Why well, I pray that you may your whole spirit, soul, and body, your whole being, will be made preserved." whole until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is concerned about every part of your being. In order to have your being, spirit, soul, and body, all right, your body manifesting, health, wealth, life, it comes from where? His, God's word. That's right, you see? The word, the revelation of the word, not the head knowledge of the word, the revelation of the word of God will impart 
through life, health, into spirit, soul, and body, your whole being. <clears throat> so above all, guard the affections of your heart, okay? Because your heart can feel, can, can think, all right? When you think, you will have emotion, okay? So you think of something, you will feel for it. Okay, you think of food, Marianne, you think of food, you have the affection, <laughs> okay, for the food, all right? Most ladies, uh, single, you think of handsome guy or good guy, you have emotion, right, towards that guy or the girl, the other way around, right? There are affections. Think of money a lot, a lot, you also feel very happy, right? You have affection, <laughs> okay? So there is affection. You think of your children, you have affection, right? So this affection comes from the heart, Okay, remember the heart, the three part. Now you're talking about in terms of you as a believer. Okay, that means your conscience has already been clear. Okay, from the evil conscience, you have a new conscience, a good conscience that you are undeserved. You are born again by grace. Okay, that you are loved. So this conscience, okay, now the affection, they will affect all that you are from your heart. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, which is your spirit from and your heart. Okay, there, from there, the hidden man of the heart, right, flows the wellspring of life. So inside this heart, okay, which is a place, all right, roughly for you to understand more, where you have your soul, spirit, soul, and body, where you can, uh, sorry, your soul, which is your your will, your mind, emotions, okay, where you think and make decision, plus the from the conscience, either you're making from evil conscience or clear conscience. So we make from the conscience that has been already cleared. There, this heart will flow the wellspring of death, of life. And what is life composed of? Yeah, you have a healthy spirit, healthy mind, healthy body and uh, everything more than enough. That is life, right? That's what the world promised you if you work hard. But what did God promise us? This life okay, spring up from a well, the well of the living waters, the word. Okay? And the Holy Spirit come in, also water, also oil, water. All right? Bring forth life in you, Zoe life. All right. Okay. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it. So besides the, uh, uh, the words of wellspring of life, everything is well. It is well with my soul. Okay. Where does the wellness come from? If it's if thinking from the body, we will wait until all the situation is all right. But if it comes from your spirit and from your heart, it is already well <laughs> it is well with my soul some some songs right okay the issues of life come from your heart that's why you have to keep it properly guard it guard this heart properly now i will show you what it means by some people just say you got your heart they never tell you how to do it or what to do okay but today you will know very clearly okay 
keep your heart with all diligence. That means, what diligence? Your heart working, you, you make sure you do something, all right, to guard your money, right? You make sure you deposit into the bank, <laughs> let the bank guard for you. <laughs> okay, you're very diligent, right? After getting, you know, now transfer, transfer already, right? But last time, let's say you receive cash, you say, oh, I did not put all this cash in my house after the robber come. So you quickly go to the bank and deposit. Isn't that diligent? <laughs> Very diligent, right? Very hardworking. Okay, rain or shine, you also drive the car or take the bus, go to the bank, deposit. That's how you got, right? The diligence. So we're going to take every diligence, all right, to guard this heart, okay? To keep it, this heart. Because this heart comes out all the wellspring of life, the issues, all the matters of life. You know, got food to eat, got clothes to wear, uh, got job, got your family, your children, your parents. All these are the issues of life, right? That is all about the body part of me, okay? But still, it comes out. So where is it supposed to come out? From the heart, the new heart, Ezekiel, right? That uh, Ezekiel prophesied, God prophesied through Ezekiel that he has given you now in Christ. Okay, so the heart is the word uh, lab, L-E-B in Hebrew. Now, remember this, huh? because tomorrow, right, sermon will have something to do with this also. Very beautiful. I just found it out. Okay, lab. Okay, heart is the Hebrew word lab. All right, so it, it is your inner man. Okay, in, in the, in the uh, Hebrew, this word, all right, determination. So it consists of the will, the soul area also. All right, the mind, the will, the understanding, the soul is the seat of every appetite. So it consists of this uh, will, center of everything. Okay, so in this heart is where you, you make decisions, you make conclusions, you do everything from the heart. It's the seat of appetite, the seat of emotions, the seat of courage, the feelings, the will, the intellect. Everything comes from the Heart. That's why you see a person, you say, the person got good heart. Then you say the person got bad heart. <laughs> right? Because coming out from that person, all right, is uh, bad things, evil things, or good things. Then you say good heart, bad heart. Okay? You don't say, the fellow got a good mind. <laughs> you don't say good heart. You have a bad mind. We straight go to the heart because that is the seat, the center of everything. Keep diligent watch over your heart. All right. That's where this another version. So from the different versions, we already can get a lot. Okay. It's only whether you read the Bible or not. <laughs> if you read, you already get a lot from here, right? It's the heart where life starts, the issues of life where begin. You begin to live starting from the condition of your heart. Guard your heart for above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Not your head determine the course of your life, not the body determine the course of your life, where you're going to. So we think we exercise a lot, we eat a lot, not against that, right? Uh, eat all the good food, everything, and then determine the course of our life. We will have health freedom. I just taught you, the health freedom first come from Christ dying for us. Because all this is not wrong, it's good, but not in ex excess until we neglect the heart. If the heart is well, every part of our body will be well because the source comes from our creator. All right, God. 
It determines the course of your life. Which direction will you go? Whether you will end up die of sickness or you will end up just, you know, time to go. Healthy body, healthy mind. Whether you will die out of eventually insane mind, <laughs> depression, you know, all those people think until they go crazy or whether you will be used by God, serve the Lord, you know, like a Robert Jones is sending all of you out to missions, Pastor Cheng Lan, right, for training. Okay, so that you can live the purpose that God has created you. Yeah. So where direction are you going? The cause of your life, it comes from the heart. If you guard it properly, and how do you keep this heart with diligence? Jesus said, for your heart will always pursue what you esteem as your treasure. So there's going to be a cause in your life, right? Where you are heading in your life. There's a place called cause, right? A journey, right? Then your heart, Jesus said it himself, your heart will pursue. That means will follow after, will run after what you esteem as your treasure. What treasure is what? The most valuable thing, the most uh, uh, precious to you. So it's like some men, if they see the, the, the woman as the most precious, most treasure, they just follow whatever the woman say <laughs> on the spot. So the other way, the, the woman, they see, oh, the, 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 the boyfriend or the man is the most treasure. Then they will only follow that, they pursue that. Okay? So which, whatever you see, find, you you think is your treasure or you value as your most precious treasure, your heart will follow that. Okay? The seat of all your emotions, the seat of your decision-making. Okay? Follow that which you consider as your treasure. So, <clears throat> let's see what Jesus said. <clears throat> the eyes of your spirit allow revelation light. So, again, Jesus talked about the spirit. See, Jesus is very clear about spirit, soul, and body. You will see as we go along. The eyes of your spirit allow revelation light to enter into your being, right? Your whole being, soul, spirit, soul, and being. Enter into first through the, your spirit, your eyes of your spirit, okay? Then you have revelation God from God, Holy Spirit. If your heart is unclouded, the light floods in. So, Jesus talked about our heart, okay? The seed of all emotions, passions, uh, decision-making plus the soul, right? And the conscience, right? Can be clouded. That's why you cannot make, we cannot, you know, we're not making spirit decisions, spirit-led decisions, okay? Got cloud. <laughs> you know it's cloud? Blur, blur, really. okay? Uh, because why? Thoughts are coming in, too many thoughts are coming into the heart, <laughs> Okay? Thoughts from the body, from the five senses realm, from the physical realm, right? Say, got pandemic, uh, you know, charm law, you know, all those thoughts coming in, got problem, got this, got that, not enough money, uh, got sickness. So clouded, right? To cloud you from what? <clears throat> from God's revelation, okay? That give you, give to it, to your spirit, Mary Ann, all right? So, if it's not clouded anymore, when you start to understand spirit, soul, and body, you can now distinguish and remove 
the dark clouds, all right? The clouds from your uh, uh, information, from your body side, from the physical side, from the world side, from the uh, outside social world, the knowledge of the world, which is actually from the devil, all right? So no more clouded, clear already, you know, clear day, <laughs> no clouds. You can see the sun, right? On a cloudy day, can you see the sun? Cannot, right? Because it's got so many clouds. All right. So when the all these thoughts are removed, you can see clearly Jesus Christ. You can see clearly God and God's view and God's ways for your life. But if our eyes are focused, now Jesus tell you again very clearly what are the two gods in this world? Either he or money. Very simple. Because money, as I said, think, all right, to us, why we want money is not evil. All right, Hebrew says what? The root of money is, uh, sorry, the love of money is the root of all evil, not money. Okay, money is a tool. Okay, a blessing from God. But if we follow after money, that's when we fall. If our eyes are focused on money, the light cannot penetrate and darkness take its place. Okay, so if your eyes, all right, your, your, your whether spiritual, the, you know, your, your physical eyes, actually, mostly, is just looking at money that you can see. And if to you, it represents life or a good life. Then what did Jesus say? Light cannot penetrate. That is the spirit light. Okay, the light of God. We want God's revelation light, don't you? Yeah, we want his revelation light in order to live the life that he meant for us to live, the life supposed to live. It's not, it's a life with Christ. It's a life where your whole spirit, soul, and body is whole. Where Jesus said, it's not focused on money because the other thing that represent life is actually money. It's not even your children, your parents, or anything. <laughs> it's money. <laughs> okay? It's money. Right? So if we are focused on money, then God's light cannot come. That's the only thing that blocks the revelation. So you understand why tithing offering all that is so important now. Get us out of the focus on money so that we can have the true light of God penetrating to us. How profound will be the darkness within you if the true light of truth cannot enter? So if we are focused on money, what Jesus said, it blocks the revelation of the light of God's word. God's revelation cannot come in. If we are pursuing after money, the revelation of Jesus as our source, of God as our provider of your life forever, cannot come in. Clouded. How could you worship two gods? Who said this? It's not even Paul or the prophet. It's Jesus Christ himself, the one whom we believe and we, is our Savior and our Lord. He tells us very clearly, you cannot worship two gods at the same time. You will hate 
have to hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. But the lie of the devil is that, no, I can have both. Which one you want to believe? <laughs> Up to you, <laughs> right? That's where we are still having this inside, this meeting inside that we take the word of God. We cannot even see. It's like clouded. What Jesus said is very clear. It's either one or the other. And if there's another thought that says we can have both, where did it come from? You have to hate one and love the other or devoted to one and despise the other. So you can't worship the true God while enslaved to the God of money. That is a God of money. But it doesn't mean that God doesn't want to give you money, right? You understand? But when we are focused on getting money, money the God of money becomes our life. But the real God of prosperity is our Lord, the God of the Jews, who is now our God. You see the Jew poor or not? <laughs> of course, today it's different, you know, initially, right? God made, and then God's covenant is going to go back to them, remember? God made them the richest, the, the, the song, right, that uh, uh, gave to some of you, plus uh, uh, Evelyn, who wrote down, uh, Evelyn Gore, who wrote down all the promises. See what they got. If you listen to the song again, the lyrics are promises that God said, I will bring you home. You are my people, daughters of Ed, uh, uh, Abraham. Go listen again. Look at all the promises there. Right? God gave Abraham what? To inherit this earth. Solomon came from that line, right? The richest man. Is it God don't want you to be rich? No, but it's just that we God want us to be sucked into serving the God of money. We cannot worship God, right? But when see the, in the Old Testament and the New, they gave everything. King David, Solomon, they prepared all the gold, the silver, everything to worship God. If they were worshiping money, this wouldn't happen. But they knew that God is the source of money. That's why when God asked Solomon, like asked Marianne, what you want, Marianne? It's the way how God appeared in a dream to Solomon. Say, ask Solomon, what do you want? And before that, Solomon already gave 1,000 burnt offerings to God. He was taught, you know, from generation down to generation of the Jews, how to give to God because they realized or they know that God is the source and the giver of everything that pertains to life. And then, what did Solomon ask for? He was not focused on money. <laughs> he got plenty, <laughs> you can say. No, whether he got plenty or no, he not yet got plen get plenty because you see what God said to him. Then you will know that at that point, when he asked for uh, under wisdom and understanding, right, to rule, the, the, the country or the kingdom, right? What did God say to him? That means he was not very rich according to God's standard of rich. We all haven't really fully understand yet, right? God's standard of rich, God said to uh, Solomon, because you have not asked for riches, ah, then he said what? I will give you the wisdom and understanding, which is the revelation light, right? <laughs> to give us life. And 
And on top of that, I will make you super duper rich. <laughs> My version. Okay, All right. Rich beyond measure. That's what Jesus said, right? Rich because he asked not focus on money. He was asking for wisdom and revelation. That's why we are all here today, right? Sarah, all of you, right? Even Elisha, right? We want the wisdom of God. We want God's wisdom, God as our source. We want to learn God's way because we were created by God. That's why Holy Spirit wake up, Marianne, right? <laughs> to be, to come and listen and get more wisdom. She is now more hungry, getting from uh, both uh, adult session and uh, uh, youth session. Wow, she's going to grow super fast. The spirit man until the fullness of the whole well-being go to her soul and body from the heart. So we cannot worship two gods, right? Because you will listen to one only and you focus on one. That's why I tell you to never be worried. Ah, Matthew 6. Okay, you'll see it in another light. This is the scriptures that all of you are familiar with. Let's see today in the light of spirit, soul, and body and the heart. Okay, that's why I tell you, Jesus said, never be worried about your life. For all that you need will be, will not be provided. <laughs> will be, Marian, say what? Provided all that you need, Mary, and you just think of Chasu Pao and Chasu Pao come in, right? I forgot already your testimony that day. You're thinking of what food, <laughs> you know, in your the restaurant you're eating. I think sweet and sour pork, right? <laughs> and then the, the the restaurant owner, your father ordered what fish, fried fish, and then came sweet and sour fish, right? A testimony. See, you think only. And God will arrange for you <laughs> to make it happen. That's how much he loves you, right? That about life. Don't have to worry. Yeah? All that you need will be provided, such as food. Mm. God doesn't scold you because you like food, okay, Marianne? <laughs> he, he's okay with it. He's happy when you are happy. But he wants every part of your being to be whole and healthy, all right? And wealthy. So, Everything, now Jesus said, everything your body needs. Look at this carefully. Jesus, who is the source of wisdom of God, when he tells the people not to worry, he knows what is the main thing that people worry or think about most of the time. It's about what the body needs. Okay, whether it's your body or your children's body or your parents' body, right? It's about the body, spirit, soul, and body, the third part. Okay, the casing. Is there, isn't there more to your life than a meal? Isn't your body more than clothing? Okay, so it's not against food or clothes. He's just saying there's something more important than body. And what is that? Okay. Consider the birds. Do you think they worry about their existence? They don't plant or reap or store up food, yet your heavenly father provides them with food. Aren't you much more valuable? So where is the value? Remember just now we had the verse, the hidden man of the heart, where which to God is of great price. So the most valuable part of you is the part that cannot be... <laughs> uh, 
what is it? Cannot be killed or annihilated. It's your eternal spirit. God created you, spirit being for eternity. Isn't, you know, when things last a long time, they are more costly. <laughs> you buy the fake things, they say, okay, only guarantee for six months because it's fake. So you want original uh, iPhone or iPad or whatever because your guarantee period is longer, then you have to pay more. It's more valuable, right? When it lasts longer and function longer. Right? So, the, which part of you is the most valuable? Their spirit, which is eternal. It will last longer. That's why God created you, eternal being. And it's important that you get born again, right? In the spirit first, so that you can last forever. <laughs> or you will last forever in hell, right? So, which is the most valuable to God? The beauty of the hidden man of the heart that is developed. You know, a baby is very cute. But as you grow up, can become more beautiful if you take care of it properly, right? Okay, so the beauty of the, the meek and quiet spirit of the hidden man of the heart, that is the most precious. Not just the body part, because it will, the beauty will flow to the body. Are you much more valuable to your father than they? So which one of you, by worrying, could add anything to your life? So wor worry is all about the body part, what the body needs. Why would you worry about your clothing or the beautiful flowers? Look at the beautiful flowers of the field. They neither work or foil, yet not even Solomon in all his splendor was robed in beauty like one of these. So if God had clothed the meadow of the hay with hay, which is for a short time, then dried up, burned, won't he provide for you the clothes you need? You are with the faith. So God promised to take care of your body part, the needs of your body. That's why we learn spirit, soul, and body. But for our part, our focus is not the body part, not the money or all the physical things. God's responsibility and what he said is he will take care of that the way he take care of the birds and the flowers. We focus on the spirit part okay that's where he said what forsake your worries why would you say what shall we eat what shall we drink what shall we wear for this is what the unbelievers chase after okay i'll, I'll ask your your believer or unbeliever <laughs> okay sure sure you are a believer <laughs> because when we say what we worry about what to eat what to wear what to you know all this thing about the physical part we are thinking the way unbelievers think. God separate you very clearly. That's, that's why he saved you. And that's why we go out and save souls. As unbelievers and believers, unbelievers don't need to go through what unbelievers go through in their mind, in their thoughts. Okay? About worried about what to eat, what got money or no money or, or, and all that kind of thing, which is about the concerns of the third part of the being tripartite being, which is the body part. That part, he says, your heavenly father already know, oh, he don't know, <laughs> he already know the things your bodies require. Okay, that's why so many, uh, as we walk with him, we really enjoy, you know, God taking care of our, the, 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 the physical part, you know. It's very interesting. 
the things your bodies require. Okay, how to live on this earth? Even simple wisdom from God. Yeah, just just recently this week they were trying to. I was trying to uh, use a, a screwdriver to tighten uh, the 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 cover of a the cooking uh, pot. Right, it was loose, and I cannot find my screwdriver. Look and look, I forgot where I put it. But God didn't, the Holy Spirit didn't help me to find the screwdriver. <laughs> he gave me a thought. What to use to tighten that, you know, the, the, the lid, the, the cover top. Because I scared if I don't tighten it, if I drop and break on the ground. I don't know. I don't have all this information. <laughs> I don't really Google and learn how to do all these things. <laughs> the Holy Spirit tell me. I think Robert Lowe knows what, right? Without screwdriver, how, what else can you use? <laughs> you know, the thing that it obviously needs a screwdriver. They say coin. Huh? They say coin. Huh? They say coin. Yeah, you have, the, you have the information, right? I don't have. <laughs> okay. So it's okay if you don't really have all the information of this knowledge of this world. You've got Holy Spirit. Remember, I always say, I acknowledge you, Holy Spirit, as the teacher and revealer of all things, the greatest teacher who knows all things. So immediately he told me, but my, my is very small, so cannot use 10 cent coin. He asked me to use 5 cent coin. <laughs> I never thought of it in my entire 60 years of life, you know, that you can use a 5 cent coin because uh, Robert Lowe is a DIY man. He knows all this. I didn't know time to go and Google all that because I waste time. He told me, so I go and find my purse, got a five cent coin, it, it works. <laughs> More tight than a screwdriver. So you see, the Lord, oh, he knows what our needs are, you know, and if we are tuned to him, right, he can tell us. Ah, you learn from, don't know where I learned from. I just, Holy Spirit just tell me. You want this Holy Spirit to tell you all these little things in life? Yeah. He knows, Holy Spirit knows all things. Remember your studies, your work, every area. The one you need to know is not just the knowledge of the world. You can know Mr. Google, so that, but it takes time to go and find, right? Holy Spirit speak to you faster. <laughs> Keep you there. The, Holy Spirit can tell Robert to go and uh, uh, handle the car. <laughs> that zone, John forgot to off the engine. Okay, faster, all right? Everything can be faster if you only learn the Holy Spirit, how to hear the Holy Spirit and the Word and the way of God. All right, the body requires, and there are many, many other testimonies right, of how God just take care of the body area. Yeah, even Marion experiencing every week she got testimony in spark jewels. Yeah, it's a simple testimony, just means you know, you walk with God, God do things for you. You know, speak to you or do something for you. That's all. If you don't walk with God, there's no testimony. <laughs> you walk with God every week should have something interesting. You walk with your husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whole week, very boring one, is it? <laughs> is it very boring? Yeah, it's very boring that you, you chuck the boyfriend or girlfriend, right? So if you walk with Jesus and the word and the Holy Spirit, the whole week you think he's very boring. You think God's word is very boring? No, very exciting. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. And then this, you see, to God is all these less important things that we believers, not unbelievers, are concerned about. 
right? It's a less important things, right? About what to eat, what to, you know, all the physical things, money, got money, got no money, right? All to God is not very important. Not to say totally not important, but not less important. Okay, so you need to know which is more important, right? Build your spirit. And that will be given to you a little bit abundantly. <laughs> okay, abundantly. A lot. You have the more, you know, clothes so abundant, right? You have food so abundant, right? Uh, uh, what? Marianne, right? Getting more and more clothes, more and more uh, food, right? <laughs> Instead of my mommy keep giving you clothes, right? Your, your daddy keep feeding you with food, right? <laughs> yeah, abundance when you're not even thinking about all this. See, her spirit, man, is so hungry for God. She's only wanting to come into spot jewels, to come into sessions and learn. Even though she's young, I know this session is long, right? For a young person to be able to stay that long, even half the, the, the one hour, I so say very good already, you know? <laughs> you are focusing to build your spirit man and experience the power flow from your spirit man to your physical man, to your surrounding. Refuse abundantly, okay? That is what God said, God promised. Refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. One day at a time is the name given to one of Job's beautiful three daughters. Tomorrow we'll see about that. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow we'll take care of itself. Okay, so that's how we live one day at a time. God's way is never to, why you worry is when you think of the next day, the next day, the next year. Okay, I'm not talking about no wisdom, all right? That's another thing, right? But when you are so stressed up thinking of next day, next day, whatever you can do, you do. Whatever next day, you cannot bring tomorrow into today. You will, and then the next day into today. How many days you want to bring into today? You were not made, your body was not made for that. That's why worry, concern, stress come from that. When we bring all the future into today, and then the, the spirit cannot take it, the body cannot take it, come out disease, sickness, disease. Right? When you carry too heavy, your body break down, right? You're meant to carry only a certain number of kg. <laughs> okay, you try to carry much more than that, your bones, everything will break down. A good man, out of the good treasure of his what heart, ah, we're coming to the the whole the whole thing very exciting i am most excited a good of this revelation a good man out of the good treasure of his heart so now your heart can treasure got treasure right so you're not treasuring money anymore okay not focusing on money you focus on the spirit okay because god will take care of all these things the money the physical things your food your eat your clothes whatever you need all right tomorrow and the forever then you have this heart okay and the treasure now is God, God's word. Okay, so Jesus explained again. The good man out of the good treasure of his heart bring forth that which is good. And an evil man also got treasure, right? The unbeliever. Evil man is not just one who go and kill, okay? To, in the eyes of God, the evil is an ungodly man without Christ, right? That's why without Jesus, they go to hell. You not say, oh, then people say, they didn't kill, man. they didn't steal, man. All right, so don't see wrong, uh, wrong way, okay? 
without God, there's evil. That's why we could say evil conscience. You say, I'm not very evil. What? I didn't you know, plan to every day kill someone. But God see as sin. Sin is evil. Sin is out of God, right? Missing the mark, the 100% perfection. But today, God has made you 100% perfect in your spirit in Christ. So, evil man out of his heart will also bring forth that which is evil. For the out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. So, very important, right? Just now we say, guard this heart. And what are the treasures to be for us as believers to be in our heart, right? We cannot focus. There are only two gods. So the treasure is not money or the things of this world because God will take care of that part. He promised to provide just as he take care of the birds and the flowers. Now, there is an abundance of the heart, okay? Whatever the heart is filled with. So if your heart is filled with love for money or you know all the concerns of this world, on the knowledge of this world that is opposite to God, then the mouth will speak out what is inside your heart. Understand? The mouth will speak out. I don't have enough. I, you know, I need more. Uh, whatever. Contrary to God. But if you have the treasure is God's word, the life of God, then our heart, will, our mouth will speak out God's word, which is powerful, creative. If you look at today's title. Do not let your heart be troubled, Jesus said. All right? Why is he talking? He said, do not let your body be troubled. Do not let your heart. Okay? Now, remember the heart, four parts. Right? Marianne knows already, right? The four parts. Okay? So, it consists of the soul, the will, the decision-making. Why you are troubled when you make decisions? <laughs> right conclusion i'm sick that's why you get trouble if you conclude based on god's word jesus have healed me why you want to be troubled for okay not worried right if you if you look make decision conclusion right i am poor or i don't have what next month what if don't have if i lose my job or don't have salary don't have bonus or all the all the long, long things right then you have a trouble heart okay okay look at this Believe in God and trust in Him. Believe also in me. Believe means trust, rely. That's why giving, tithing, offering is basically saying what to God. God, I trust you. Three words. God, I trust you. <laughs> when you tithe, when you offer. No, you explain, no need so long. When I offer and I tithe, is I saying, God, I trust you. I don't trust my money. I don't trust my bank account. I don't trust my own ability to make money. I trust you. Got it? Simple. Right? Just telling God that. And you think God will say, I don't care about you? No. He said, okay, you trust me? I will show you that I am trustworthy. <laughs> right? I take care of you. That is our God. Okay? All right. And look at this. In my father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, but because I'm going there to prepare a place for you. I have always been wondering about this verse. I said, why? Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. And then he talked about dwelling place. And only in this teaching or this message, Holy Spirit gave me an understanding. Okay? It's not doctrine, but it's a revelation to me. The heart 
remember, is the place. Okay, comprising of the spirit, soul, body. And then in this place, from this heart, you can make, and the conscience, you can make decisions. It's a place. That's why when Jesus said, don't be troubled, don't let your heart be troubled, that place, it says that I have already prepared a dwelling place for you. It's a dwelling of your spirit man. It's a place, of course, in the spirit, right? It's telling that God has already prepared. Don't have to be troubled that place. Also in the natural, in heaven, there are many mansions. But look at this place, the dwelling place. Your soul shall be like a well-watered garden. I gave this last week. It's in Jeremiah. Can't see so small. Okay. Your soul shall be. That means that soul. All right. Remember? Your spirit, soul, uh, your, your, your will, your mind, your emotions. Right? It shall be a well-watered garden. Now put this all inside the heart. That is what your heart is. The garden. It's like the garden of Eden. Inside this last time, or rather in creation, God made and created the garden with all the fruits, all the provision, the trees, everything that Adam and Eve would need, man would need for living a wonderful life. Put man, spirit, soul, and body inside this garden, the physical dwelling place. Today, because of sin, he had to be chased out of the garden. Right? But because of Jesus Christ, now, the born again, the whole garden is inside our heart. It's our heart. Yeah? Where we experience the provision, the health, the wealth, the wellness in our being, total being, free from guilt, from condemnation, everything inside here. Because this is the place now we communicate with God, the heart, we make decisions, and we also have the input. Okay? We feed this heart. Because in order for the heart to, uh, to, to, to speak or to think, Right? It has to have input. Where is the input? Okay? So remember just now you saw the diagram. We can input from the body area. All the knowledge from the world, all the five senses telling you you're sick, you're poor, and all kinds of things. Then all the input from the Holy Spirit, the word of God that tells you you are healed. Marianne, you are beautiful, you are healed, you are whole, you are wealthy. And this is the garden. And what are these inputs? There are seeds, right? Seeds to grow. Grow where? Grow inside the garden. Grow inside the heart. Okay? Now that your conscience has been cleared, this seed can now grow beautifully with the water of the word and the Holy Spirit. So, this is in a way an illustration of your heart. Now, God gave back the Garden of Eden to us. But it is not the physical surrounding anymore. It is inside our body <laughs> we can now have this garden grow plant what kind of seed will grow what kind of fruit <laughs> will grow what kind of tree so if you plant the seeds of faith seeds of god's word okay of love of uh, 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 all, all the wonderful things that god provide you know then your garden <laughs> 
if we have thoughts that are focused on ourselves, money, worries, problems, our heart will look like this garden. <laughs> See Robert Lowe and Joan and Marian, right? Go to their new land. They are always pulling out these weeds, right? Yeah. Like time by the time we go and visit them when everything is done, we won't have this type of garden there, right? It's scary. <laughs> okay. But imagine this is the garden in our heart. When we have we don't have the seed, we are not even watering the seed of God's word by meditation, confession, right? Overthink our spirit man. Because inside this garden of this heart, you, you have your soul, your thoughts, your imaginations, your will, your emotions, the seed of all passions, right? Remember, it's that heart. And your conscience. Okay, so it's like this garden. So I hope none of us have this garden, right? <laughs> Mary and no one this garden. So she go there and you know help the mommy daddy plow, <laughs> pull out the weeds, right? Which is all the wrong thoughts and the wrong thinking, the seed of the world, the devil tried to plant inside our heart. And we start imagining and thinking and working our life crazy, our body crazy. When God says, I will bless you, right? The blessing of the Lord makes you truly rich and you add no sorrow with it. There's no pressure. So, if your thoughts in your garden are focused on Christ and his word, his word, the Holy Spirit, then your heart will look like this garden. Ah, Marianne, you like this garden? <laughs> yeah, nice, right? This is the garden in your heart. Got the rainbow, got God's promises, full of God's promises. The covenant, the new covenant, that he will never fail you, that he will never leave you, that he will provide for you, just what Jesus said, right? These less important things, right? I will provide for you abundantly. Right, these are the covenant, the promises to uh, that uh, Evelyn got uh, put down in all those verses that he took up. She took up from that song to the Jews. The Jews had the covenant God. That's why, yeah, they are so blessed, rich, wealthy, financial freedom. <laughs> okay, doesn't have come from the way the devil tells the world tells you. Financial freedom is in Christ. When our heart is full of God's word, God's word, he will never break, right? Man's word can break. So it's covenant, right? Butterflies, new things, flowers are growing and will manifest. So first in the spirit man, the hidden man of the heart, that garden inside you, where you make decisions, okay? First feed with God's word, right? Christ. And then water of the Holy Spirit, receive the anointing more and more. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that can reveal and unwrap the word of God. Okay? Give you the revelation. And then what will happen? You will manifest the realities and truths of the whose kingdom? Kingdom of earth? Kingdom of God. The spiritual kingdom. Where Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33, right? Which is what? The kingdom of God which is the spiritual kingdom, the spiritual realm. Is it going to just stay there? It's going to manifest into the physical realm. Your health will take place. The doctor will check you and say, heal. But before the doctor check you and say heal, you already declare and proclaim yourself healed. Amen? Marianne? Yeah. He, 
is slow already. <laughs> okay, the doctor slow. Okay, but you are faster. The spirit always faster because it's it goes beyond time and space. It's not limited by earth things. The doctor is limited by earth things. He has to declare what he see with his earthly. Uh, this one not against doctors, right? But your spirit in line with God's spirit with his word move faster and you declare you believe in your heart filled with his word that you're already healed that you're already rich and wealthy in Christ it's only a matter of time every day all right under the anointing under the word your manifestation of that healing begin to flow out into your body then the, the world unbelievers who only look at physical uh, they can see although they may not believe also right don't care okay <laughs> right the garden you see the, the well there the garden the water you need water you need plants you need water or not rubber low and joan and marianne <laughs> yeah first thing in your land right in the garden you need to find water for any seed to grow right and sun sunlight <laughs> Yes, Marianne, go there. See, she knows all this more than us. Right? You need water. So what do we need in this garden? The water of the word. The Holy Spirit, the sun, the light, revelation into this heart of ours so that we can make decisions, conclusions from the sun, Jesus, from the water, the word about our everyday life and not be concerned anymore. No more having meetings. <laughs> so many meetings. Spirit, soul, and body meetings. Okay? This is God's word. That's it. And then it's going to manifest into the physical realm. It doesn't mean that God just blesses in the spiritual. What we receive in the spiritual, the more important part of your three-part tripartite being, will eventually, when it goes deep into the spirit world, manifest in the natural you will live a wholesome life healthy life mentally sound happy full of joy and abundance first in the spirit then manifested if your body needs it it will if your you know physical need it god will make sure it will manifest but the seed is the important part and the watering of the seed in your garden understand a good man. So which one? I know Marianne's garden is this one. <laughs> Definitely got a lot of fruits to eat, vegetables, apples you like, right? Your garden, the rest, all your heart. Make sure it's this one, okay? Not the weeds one. Okay? The weeds one, very suffering. <laughs> all right, I believe all of you have beautiful hearts. This is a meaning of beautiful hearts where it is flowering. It is growing. Fruits are growing. You also have fruit of the spirit, right? Coming out from your heart. Love, joy, patience, right? So many things wonderful from above is manifesting, but it comes through your heart. Heart. Now you clear what's the heart now? Marianne knows, right? How many parts? Four parts. Ah, okay. A man, so the good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, just now the verse, right? Brings forth that which is good. Evil man, out of evil treasure, out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speak. So today, the title, what? 
guard your hearts. Okay? For that's the place where your spirit man dwells and create things that are not as though they were. Because you make decisions, you speak, right? So when you sow, you guard your heart, you fill your heart with good seed from God's word, then you, you speak and you will speak what? Well, health. You will start saying, thank you, Lord. I tithe and offer and you will open the windows of heaven and bless. You will begin to bring out the manifestation through your mouth. Start to create things that are not as though they were. Physical things that not yet manifest. Where does it come from? First, the heart, the garden. Okay, and then you start to speak. You know, more speaking, I cannot afford. <laughs> to type. I cannot afford to give it no, no more. Slowly, the word of God will tell you otherwise. And no more treasure of the love of money or the fear of lack or the fear of sickness or the fear of death. No more. Peace. Just like Evelyn God experiencing more and more the peace of God, the joy. And then when you'll all be able to go out and preach the gospel. This is the real gospel gospel of Jesus Christ. The good news that Jesus came to be our source. The good news is what? Jesus is our health freedom, financial freedom. <laughs> Outside the news is that you have to go and pursue financial freedom. Here, God said you already have a, <laughs> hey, hello child, <laughs> son, daughter. I already give you financial freedom, health freedom, spirit freedom, or, you know, wholeness. And then we didn't even realize what we have been given because, right? So when we sow the seeds of God's word inside this garden of our heart, our, we begin to believe this fruit will grow, this tree will grow, this faith will grow, and then you will speak up. And your words are like God's word. God's word is not dead. God's word is creative. Yeah? In your mouth, Marianne, right? You will create health in your body and to others when you pray for them. You create blessing financial in your own self, right? As you type, you offer, and you speak God's word of blessing over your life, over your family, you are creating finances to come to you. As it is written, that is meaning of Romans 4, 17. Why only preachers and pastors can do this? Every one of God's children, as long as you are believers or unbelievers. <laughs> believers, right? You can do this. I have made you the father of many nations. God spoke to, uh, 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 Paul was referring to Abraham. God speaking to Abraham, our father, okay? Mm. He was appointed our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead. So wherever is dead, your business is dead, your job is dead, your life is dead, you know? You can speak life to it and let God resurrect everything that is dead in you. Dead cells. Speak life to your dead cells. Right? Speak life to anything that's dead because your source is now from God. And who gives life to the dead and speaks of non-existent things that he has foretold as promised as if they already existed. In our spirit first, we believe God's word because God's word is everything that most of the things not yet manifested. 
but you dare to speak it? Spirit, soul, body, speak. God so put the seed there, meditate, speak, confess until you believe it, and then you will start to create health. Yeah, speak to your body, right? That you're healthy. Speak to every part. Work, <laughs> you know, start working the bones. You know, as long as you know God's promise. If you don't know, then you cannot speak. Okay, when you know God's word, that seed, you're able to speak it out, and then it will start to create so what is not yet seen or manifested in the physical realm now will begin to manifest the way god created this world let there be how did god create marian he said what let there be the first one let there be let there be light speak light ah let there be light and then was there light yes yes <laughs> yes you see that you will be like, you know, God speaking through you. You speak and it happened. You speak and it happened. But why we speak and no happen? Because the garden like the weeds one. <laughs> okay, the heart like that, right? As the imagination all wrong. Okay, but when we have our thoughts and imagination, the garden of our heart, then our heart, from that heart, you will rule the mind. Remember, the mind, the soul, the mind, the will, emotions. The choice making now come from your new heart and your new spirit. No more come from the old heart or the old spirit, the garden of weeds, but the garden of seeds of God that will bountiful produce. Understand? Mm. Mary and understand. <laughs> and I know she does. Praise the Lord. Okay, if you understand, then uh, hopefully there's a recorded version uh, of this and you can uh, uh, listen again. All right? Then tomorrow you have also God's um, another revelation, actually, like a continuation, but in a different form, different way. God's word is just amazing. He loves every one of you so much. Right? He wants your life to prosper, selling Elisha. So Elisha, okay, first in your spirit, you are already healed. Yeah, if you keep speaking that, you're already healed. Your heart is all right, nothing wrong. Okay, don't care first what the doctors say or whatever, but they, eventually they will have to come in line as the manifestation of the garden in your heart flow out and manifest in your body. Amen? Amen. Okay, amen. Yeah, you have good report. All right. Of, your, of the goodness of God in your life. So is it important to grow and develop our spirit man? Mm. Yeah. If you're all not sure, go ask Marianne. She got it. <laughs> Amen? Yeah, your teachers are very blessed. Okay? And I believe, you know, Sarah, uh, Sarah who is that one? Uh, Kate and uh, this one is also growing spiritually powerfully. Yeah? In the spirit. As you your spirit man grows, that garden will be full of fruits, full of life in every one of you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Okay. Any questions? As in, really, you don't understand? <laughs> Any part? Okay, never mind. It's, uh, 
I will close here. Okay, if anything you don't know, ask Marianne, okay? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all of you, okay? Let your spirit man grow. Okay, don't miss the ministry teachings. These are sessions. God is awesome. Because if you don't have teaching, don't have understanding, that's why we live in defeat. All right? And tricked by the devil. Easily tricked. Now, the devil cannot trick Marianne already. She's knowing more and more truth. Yeah, and the truth will always manifest because it's God's word. will never return to him void. If we speak man's word, it might be empty. If we speak, believe God's word, it will accomplish that which he purpose in our lives. Amen. Okay. Uh, Robert Lowe, you want to close us in prayer? Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the word today that let us know who we are and open our hearts so that we can put in correct seeds into our heart so we can grow beautiful flowers inside us and make our garden fruitful and Amen. Us live the life that is meant for us. Amen. The life of beautiful, riches, abundance, good Amen. everything in this yes. day. Amen. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. I'll see you all, Sarah, Xiaoling, yes. okay, tomorrow, yeah, for our first service on Sunday. Uh, those who are in KL, that you know, we will be having in uh, Lowe's residence. Okay, so let Joe know because uh, they, they cook for us as well. Also, it will be potless. All right. For those coming, can bring something. Uh, if you can, right? If not, there is abundance in Lowe's house. <laughs> Praise the Lord. No, no lack there. Okay. The garden is growing beautifully, both in the spirit and in the natural, right? Okay. <clears throat> okay so I'll see you all uh, tomorrow, right? In Zoom, those of you in uh, Singapore and other places, see you all in Zoom, right? For a wonderful time of worship, it's anointing and a word of blessing from the Lord. God bless you. See you all tomorrow, 10 30. Yeah, Sarah. Mm. So tomorrow we'll minister to you all in prayer. There are a few new people coming in. Praise the Lord. Yeah, welcome them with big hearts. <laughs> As the Lord adds, you know, for more people to know the truth of God and to live in that. And tomorrow is our first anniversary, right? So some of you are going to share, uh, indicated that you want to share uh, your testimony of the faithfulness and goodness of God uh, in Duty for Ashes. Uh, we're just I just want to thank God you know it's so good just in one year in one year I also didn't realize that our spirit uh, Holy Spirit power of peace is just before our one year anniversary yeah but it is and the Lord how faithfully you know uh, quicken all of you <laughs> most of you right with the fire and anointing and all of you grow so much in this one year that even in this year God has blessed us that we can send missionaries out both to learn and to bless the world around us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So if you also want to share, it will be at the end of the sermon. Then I will call those who indicated that they want to share something uh, to thank God for this one year, the goodness of God bringing you into beauty for ashes and what you have, how you have grown and enjoyed the blessings of God. Just let me know, right? I will include you in in the sharing at the end. So tomorrow's sermon is not very long, right? So you will have uh, more time for all of us to thank God.
for his goodness in our lives. Amen. Amen. Okay. Bye bye. See you all. Sarah, I'll see you tomorrow. I don't miss you. Okay, bye bye. God bless. Our body, our five senses. So uh we as I mean we I came from we all came, we are human and and all these years, like I'm 58 years old and 58 years old being ruled by 